100 degrees. That's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I can hear Dee laughing. <laughs> no, That's my favorite part. She's just basically given up. Oh, okay. Point. Gotcha. I mean, that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. No, I've I've been singing for the past ten minutes because you know it's it's my motivation. It's what I do. Why not? It's yeah. How I like psych myself up for the show. Get the people oh. what they want. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, what they want is me to stop singing. So I'm going to stop that right now, and we're going to get on with it. Okay, we have so many notes. Man, thank you, D. My lovely assistant, Dolores, just gave me a cup of coffee. Ow. Sorry. What was the... What? Uh, that's nice. Yeah. I, so I I bought um, this cold brew, like, can of coffee type oh, thing. Okay. I think it's a local company because um, I've seen it around, and I just haven't <laughs> tried it yet because I'm scared. <laughs> They're called Starbucks. I've, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Starbucks. Oh, absolutely I'm, not. No, feud. No, um, <laughs> I'm I'm scared. I'm sca- I'm both scared that it's gonna taste horrible mm. and that I'm really gonna like it. Like, you know, I'm I, scared of both ends of the spectrum. I recently had a coffee drink at C2E2 um, because what they do is in the middle of it they have this thing called the block or whatever and it's their attempt to be trendy and hip or whatever and it only half works of course because you know first of all your comic conventions stay in your lane secondly um Mm -hmm. you know they they have all these like local breweries and stuff like that but then they had monster monster energy set up a a bar over there like a coffee bar but it looked like one of those old-fashioned saloons (laughs) Mm-hmm. And they were serving their um, variety of coffee drinks, and I've had their okay. their Monster Java before, and it is awful. However, okay. they have these new espresso drinks that I tried. I had like a vanilla bean one; it was actually pretty tasty. That's what this one is. It's like a vanilla latte cold brew type thing. Oh, cool! And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It seems like <laughs> I'd like it, but. Well, give them a shout out on air. Maybe they'll send you some more if, you know. I will if I like it. Yeah. I'm not going to name a brand that I hate. <laughs> yeah, take a sip. Like, what's it called? Uh, don't don't worry about that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not deliberately withholding um, the name of the brand. I legitimately can't remember anything yeah. ever. Like, it takes me a long time to remember brand names or things like that. Usually I have to take a picture of something. <laughs> I just can't, I can't remember it. My yeah. brain is just like, no, I don't need that. That's useless. For years, uh, Dee and I, we, we drank this wine, and I usually don't really dig wine too much because... Um, yeah, I'm picky. Yeah, me too. It's got this weird like vinegary aftertaste uh, for a lot yeah. of them. And we had this wine at one of my um, my office Christmas parties or whatever. It was really good. So I took a picture of it, and let me tell you, that picture followed me and my phone <laughs> from like my... Google G2, uh, maybe even a sidekick. I don't know. That's how long ago it was. You know what my go-to wine is? What's that? Barefoot. Barefoot? It's cheap. Okay. It's available. every. It's like $6 a bottle. Yeah. If it works, it's it works. It's available everywhere, and it always tastes good. Mm-hmm. Like, Where? you can buy it at Target. Where, I mean, it, I mean it's, it's, it's available everywhere. I'm like, okay. I realized that wine snobs would be like, nah, but I'm like, I'm not a huge wine person either. 
And it can vary so much. I definitely don't want to spend a lot of money on wine. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to get barefoot. I'm telling you, if you like it, that's all that matters. You know, that I know, right? Yeah. The, the people who go on and on about, oh, you need that Wagyu beef and you need to have like a certain type of fish and everything like that. As long as it's fresh and as long as it tastes good to you, you eat whatever yeah. you want, man. It's cool. Right. I don't care. Right. And I don't know if. I, I don't know if uh, Barefoot has the same thing. Do you know how Trader Joe's wine is made and why it's so cheap? Oh, no, I don't. Okay, so Trader Joe's, they have like those like $3 bottles of wine or whatever. Three bucks, Chuck? Yeah, no, it's like everyone's like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I read an article <laughs> yeah. on how they make this wine. Instead of picking the, the uh, grapes off the trees, they just throw the whole tree into a shredder. <laughs> and wow. then they drain, they drain it, and then that's what they make their wine out of. So like you're getting like the leaves and the branches and everything in it. Like, ooh, this and has such I an earthy like, aftertaste. I just yeah, and I was put like, my finger on it. That's just weird to me. And I'm not a snob, but I'm like, that seems a little bit far. So I don't know if that's what Barefoot does. At this point, I don't care. But I told my grandfather this because he drinks that Trader Joe's wine. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's good to me. Like, yeah, of course. That's what matters. Yeah. That's exactly he it. He eats anything. Huh. My grandfather is insane. Like, if you think something's expired in the fridge, he will find out through trial. Oh, no. Like, he will just do it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He, He's I, old I've school. never seen him not eat anything. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard my grandmother say Jeff a million times, <laughs> but I've never seen him turn down something. He loves brain sandwiches. No way. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. He goes to town on those. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I can't do that. Nuts. I just, you, you know, know what he won't eat, though? What's that? A casserole. <laughs> <laughs> so he's out on the hot dish. He just won't do the hot dish. Okay. He grew up with them. He can't stand them anymore. He won't do it. It's funny. And I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's always something. Like, it's the last thing you mm -hmm. eat before you get sick that you just can't eat oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's awful because usually it's something you really enjoy and you're probably eating too much of. And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, Allie was uh, telling me that with uh with like chicken ramen, she oh. was like she can't do chicken ramen anymore because it was that type of situation. Yeah. Um. So how so, yeah. are you? How are you with with ramen with the egg in there? Do you do that? Oh, I didn't send you the picture. I just did. Uh, I just had first like authentic type ramen. There's oh. a new restaurant near me. Okay. Uh, so that was the first time that I had fancy ramen. Uh, it was pretty good. That's really cool. Like we had um, authentic ramen. We went to Dallas uh, a few. Mm -hmm. I want to say a few months ago, but it was like last year. But we right. uh, we hooked up with some friends. Hey, uh, Deandra and her husband and their friend. But what I'm getting at is we went to um, their their Japan town and mm -hmm. they had some authentic ramen there. And the staff was so cool and so nice, and the ramen was delicious. And mm -hmm. I couldn't finish it. It was so much. So much so that, you know, I'm like, I pushed the bowl away. I'm like, all right, I can't eat anymore. I can't eat more. Um, they insisted on wrapping it up for me, and I kind mm -hmm. of forgot it there by accident. Oh, and I've then, done that. Yeah, you know, just I didn't want to be rude, but it's like, yeah, I can't. I'm going to, you know, we're not going straight home after this. And so then the guy runs after me out of the restaurant, and he asked oh, me the gosh. thing. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. This 
this is my dinner. Thanks. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I really appreciate how hard they hustle. And I wish I could remember the name of the place so I'd give them a shout out. But I remember, I re- like, I, I have specific things with, like, takeout like that where I want the takeout. Yeah. And there are sometimes when they're like, are you sure you don't want a box? And I'm like, I never want to see this meal again. It's not because it was bad, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just done. Like, I'm done with it. Which I realize is terrible. But you know what? Give better serving sizes and I won't do that. Cut the price. (laughs) Cut the servings. Just make it reasonable. Exactly. Now, here's something I didn't, I never experienced before uh, I went out to eat with Dee's family. And it's not bad or anything. It's just when they go out to eat and there's a member of the family who's not there, they will order food for them and bring it home, you know, just for the party that, that missed out. So um, we recently went out to eat, and Dee's Uncle Billy wasn't able to make it, so the family ordered him an entree, and it's like they have it down to a science. It's like we'll be halfway through the meal, they'll call over the waitress and be like, hey, yeah, look, we want this, this, and this as well. Can you wrap that up to go? And then by the time that's ready, everything else is getting wrapped up. It's like clockwork. It's amazing to behold. I What, what yeah. must it be like? To have people love you to that degree, <laughs> because I don't know what that's like. Right. Growing up, I, it's like, yo, you can't come. Oh, well, uh, maybe yeah. we'll bring you a yeah. doggy bag or a slice of pizza. <laughs> Sucks to be you, bitch. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like my brother and I were just talking about this in similar fashion of like, he, he was because te- I talked to him Saturday night and he was I was like, what'd you do with you? Know, and he said, well, we went to, you know. One, uh, the boy, ha- I, I say the boy. Chris the does not, boy. my brother does not call him that. I'm just say, not saying their names because I'm yeah. like, you know, they're, yeah. they're kids. They don't need to have their names thrown out there. So he's like, oh, you know, son went to scouts and oldest daughter went to, uh, um, she's doing like dance. And then the littlest one went along with, um, his wife. And so they were, they were all over the place. It was like that. And then they were talking about baseball and like all, all kinds of activities. And I was like, dude, they need to pick one. What are you doing? <laughs> You're dragging them all around. He's like, yeah, I know. But you know, Laura wants them to be in everything. Like she wants them to, you know, be so actively involved. I'm like, that's because she had a good childhood that like nurtured that be like us dead inside. We turned out okay. We didn't get anything. We were fine. Cause I, we, we both were not involved in extracurriculars. No one would take us. <laughs> that wasn't a thing. Oh man. Everyone uh, worked. Did you hear the notification on my computer right now? No, I didn't. Good. Because it sounded like super loud and echoed over here. Yeah. Basically it was telling me that a, a certain um, package is shipping tomorrow which coincides with their live show coming up at stage seven seven three. We have a fancy uh, fancy. Yeah, it's gonna be interactive and all that stuff. And people don't know yet what they're gonna get. It's gonna be so fun. Oh snap. <laughs> I actually don't even know what you're talking about, so I, I'm like cool. <laughs> I will tell you off the air, but yeah. Okay. That's fine. No, just don't just surprise no, I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh. So it's all gonna right. be great. I guess we should probably get that Chilling portion out of the way here. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters, joined as always by the Lexnificent Lex Lutz. Lex, Lex Nificent. That makes me sound evil. I'm okay with it. Is that wrong? Is it wrong that I'm okay with it? I didn't think you would mind. You know? No, <laughs> Something I certainly told don't. Me. Yeah, just lean into it. It's fine. Um, so, we, as I previously alluded to, have a live show coming up right here in Chicago, Illinois. At State 773 on May 8th, we 
are the opening act for the Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival. It's like several days of comedy and sketch and nerdy burlesque. It's all got a nerd theme to it. I mean, we're involved, so of course it's going to be nerdy. We're setting the tone. Followed by us. Who cares? We're leading the thing. Oh, snap. <laughs> now, you can see the full schedule on their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of great acts, seriously. Yeah. Um, just come on down. Give us 15 I mean, bucks. We will entertain yeah, your us. faces off. And we will give you something home to go with for your mind, your body, and your soul. Uh, maybe. If you win. If you win. I mean. I don't know what his plan is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm just picking out random random stuff here <laughs> like mia says everyone's a winner when you come see me okay i don't know what that means oh that song is, paper. That, is that a rapper oh kind of that song paper airplanes all i want to do oh, is yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah and take your money i had to finish it see i either know way too much about music or literally nothing like it's <laughs> it's that's that's my that's my ground i i literally the other day just was in playlists or whatever, and I'm like, holy shit, Willie <laughs> Nelson is good. And, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. and then I stopped myself, and I'm I, and I was kind of like, oh my god, has anyone heard of Willie Nelson? Like that's what my brain was. And that like 16 year old thing, we were like, guys, have you heard of the Beatles? It's like, yeah, bitch, everyone knows. Everyone knows. That's pretty great. Like, but oh. yeah, I in my brain, like I wasn't like actually going to people because I'm I am aware that people listen to him, but I was just like, oh, because I never liked country. I've never been a country person. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'm listening to this for the first time. This is really good. He's got a great voice, man. We should like, do. You don't much about that. We should do a whole episode just on on music because I did want to circle back and talk about um, uh, Chris Cornell a little bit. I was about I, to yeah, say. I mean, we could easily talk about music on an episode. I was about to say Chris Parnell. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. We could do we could do something similar to what we do with the movies, with oh. ranking albums or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Just rate. I your think favorite. we'd have to do a top ten for that though. I don't think I could go down to what was it six we did before. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird metric by the the Twitter guys that put that out there. It was just it's one okay. of those random tweets that caught on, and people kept retweeting it. It was fun. Like, it, was it was fun. Like, it just was a random number. Yeah. We had fun uh, doing the TV shows, and a lot of other folks had fun doing it, too. Mm -hmm. um, we overcommitted to reading all of these because you folks love you some TV shows, and a lot oh of you gosh. wrote in. So Okay. Why don't you this... – <laughs> We didn't we didn't go over this ahead of time, guys. We're we're great at scheduling. Matt, why don't you do this first three? Okay. Which okay. is Teresa, I don't know who that is. That's John Craig. And then D. Okay. Then Hi, D. John Craig. Yeah. You're you're it, it, John Craig. It's because um I'm only seeing your screen name, which is Spider Bat. And then I'll do the the rest of them. Fun fact: John Craig has like 15 different Twitter accounts for very specific reasons. Um, for instance, if you like Simpsons shit posts, he's your man. He's the guy. Okay. So shout out to John Craig. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to get started with the person that kicked it off for us. And that yes. is uh, Teresa. She went ahead and sent us her list. You can find her at shy underscore DMB, C-H-I underscore DMB. Um, her six TV shows were The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Star Trek, The Next Generation, The Office, Better Call Saul and the OA. I never know whether to say the OA or the OA. I, 
I was wondering the same thing when she tagged us in that originally because I've seen I, I haven't seen the show. Mm-hmm. I know people that are into it are really into it. It's like two or three seasons. It's a Netflix original. I don't know how to pronounce it though. You know what I'm I was about Netflix originals? Like I'll never get through them all. Like there's always somebody's favorite Netflix original that one day I'm just going to be bored and like, oh, you know, hey, let me check this out and it'll be there for me. So I swear to God, if the next time you get in that situation, you do not pick Big Mouth, I will <laughs> slap you. <laughs> Isn't that that song by who, who sings that song? Big Mouth is that the Cure? Is that Robert Smith? Uh, One of those. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so next up, we got John Craig. John Craig, who also gets a shout out because he wrote us an exhaustive history of Secret Wars and Secret War within Marvel, uh, which we will get to very soon. But yeah, man, that's like a commitment. So we got yeah, to carve out a good chunk time. <laughs> you sent that to me, and I'm like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> like, this is homework. I need to be home. Right? right on, man. But John Craig says his most influential in order of my experiencing them is Monty Python's Flying Circus, number one, Star Trek The Next Generation, Gargoyles, great choice, The Simpsons, Mm -hmm. and something that goes underlooked, just overlooked rather, (laughs) or underlooked, overlooked in a lot of cases, Freakazoid. Which was like, oh, you know, I forgot about Freakazoid until you mentioned it. Yes, like it, it was like part of the trifecta. Of the Steven Spielberg presents, it was Tiny Toons, Animaniacs. I'm counting Pinky in the Brain as part of that because fuck right. that spinoff. And then Freakazoid, that was like his 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 favorite children. Uh, all right, so he goes live action hero shows, the Aquabats Super Show. Someone cheated. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, Agents of Shield, The Flash, and Smallville. He's got a good batch there. It's a good mix. I feel like he has these in reverse order, but I'll I'll accept it. <laughs> I, I must admit I've never seen the Aquabats, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on him to introduce me on exactly how to get into that. Alright, so my last of the three here, the one and only Dolores Peters. You can find her at Avarice D Girl on Instagram. Um from six to one, so she went in reverse order here. Twenty four. Carnival, which is a dope show that I've never I'm, seen it. Unfortunately, it suffered from the HBO curse, which is it never got finished. So um, Lost, you know, we talked about that at yes. length. ER, which, you know, just by volume alone, <laughs> was a great show. I mean, it it's went on. It's a good on. Desert Island pick. It's a great Desert Island pick. A lot of intros to some great actors there. Breaking yeah. Bad, I mean, that's, you know, that's timeless. Saved by the Bell, which she goes on to say, I care not for judgments. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm not judging anybody on their guilty pleasures. Well, okay, maybe a little bit. But Saved by the Bell is cool with me. And then, last but not least, X-Files, number one. Oh. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. How does she feel about Fringe? Does she like Fringe? Oh, yeah, we love Fringe. We watch okay. that. Well, yeah. I know you love it, but I yeah, didn't know yeah, yeah. she loved it, too. No, because was, some X-Files the... people cannot get into Fringe. Really? Huh. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she was alone for the ride with me on that one. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. That was that was one of those where I would be on punishment if we didn't watch it together, you know, if I skipped ahead or something like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good list. <laughs> I love that she included Lost. Yeah. That makes me very happy. Um, I you know it's weird. Just a little sidebar about um dr- uh, medical dramas. Like I used to be a fan, not in a like best show ever, but just watching it mm. of Grey's Anatomy, and. Like, I watched ER back in the day, too, yeah. and I have become such a germaphobe 
and such a hypochondriac that I cannot watch those shows anymore, even in repeats. Like, it just makes me think I have every disease under the sun. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, watching House will make you think you have lupus because it's always House lupus. Is, yes. I watched I've, – I've seen probably three episodes of House in total, and I have – gone into week-long panic spells because of that show like good lord i can't watch those anyway i respect that i, I think that they're well made i think they're really cool the only one that doesn't bother me is scrubs the only episode funny, of House, that's the most medically accurate one that's true they they took pride in working hard to make that happen the only episode of house that i remember is the one where he adopted that mouse that sounded like michael j fox <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> uh yeah didn't he go to jail i don't know there's a whole thing <laughs> there's a lot with with house that i'm like mm, huh it was what? on fox so i i feel like he probably did go to jail him and I, the specific Andrews. thing that i remember about house and i love that we're talking about this because no one even brought up house but nope. that's just how this rolls <laughs> it is that i remember every like girl and young woman, everything like that woman, being so thirsty for that guy. Uh, what's guy his name? Pfeiffer? The main actor. No. no, no, no. House. The guy who plays oh, House. What's his name? Uh, a little bit of Laurie. Hugh Laurie. And Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it was that and Johnny Depp at the time. And, I and like, Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp. And I was like, I, I don't get it. What? What is this? <laughs> what's going on? Man, Johnny Depp ain't been hot since 21 Jump Street. Okay, it's just not. No, no. Yeah, no. I can't. I, do it. I mean, it was a thing, and I'm like, what? I don't know. Maybe it's something I'm not missing, or I'm not getting. So our next one, yes, is a knit friend, Marcy. So Marcy Brown, Marcy she Brown. said that no, no particular order on this. Which, by the way, that sounds like a badass. Like it sounds like Murphy Brown's daughter. I love her name. I just yeah. want to throw that out. There. It's cool. I mean that is I mean that is the highest compliment. Um so in no particular order on here. The West Wing, solid choice. Lost, mm-hmm. more love for Lost. Shits Creek, that yes. is solid. That's solid. Um, very good pick. Outlander. Oh my gosh. Another Outlander fan. What? Droughtlander. It's coming back in fall. Okay. Uh 30 Rock and Game of Thrones. Okay. So that's a list. It's quality a list. list. Yeah. Recent stuff, older stuff. It's got a little mix of everything. Okay, so Kara, Kara J. You wrote in a lot, Kara, <laughs> and I love you for it. I My am not reading all of this. Goodness. I'm gonna I'm gonna skim because I did read it ahead of time and I saw what I felt was more important <laughs> in the scheme of things. Real, real but talk. you know I love you. Real talk, Kara. Thank okay. you for listening and thank you for writing in because Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. I, I, it's not like I'm not going to value all of it, but I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna skim a little bit. But number one, Survivor. Like Kara said, I feel crazy for including a reality show here, and I will be, I will be the first to say it's had bad seasons. But Survivor nights meant weekly dinner nights with my dad, and now when I watch it, it makes me think of him. It's comfort. Oh, love okay. it. Cool. Love it. I love when you have those associations where you're like, oh, this is just like, like we talked about last time, it's comfort food, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gilmore Girls, which is awesome. Like, I, I, I love Gilmore Girls. I, I think that was on my that was on my list, correct? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it yeah. was. I had like a couple of runner-ups, so I was a little bit, yeah. 
Um, that's another comfort show for her. Uh, Parks and Rec is one, which I did not know this about Kara. She says um, she's a local government employee, and she says, I can confirm that there are lots of accurate storylines in this show. <laughs> I need more. Okay, so you wrote a lot of things in here. I want to know. Give me some examples of accuracy <laughs> within Parks and Rec, because I feel like it, it was that type of show that got it right. But um, I'm very curious as to if there are any funny examples there of, like, what did they get right that is insane? <laughs> um, American Horror Story, which she says faces a lot of criticism, but I love it. Yeah, there's some good seasons in there. I, I, I pick and choose. Of course, my favorite's the first one. Basically, any any season that Zachary, Zachary Quinto is involved in was good. Um, what I love about American Horror Story is that they don't care about sticking to a specific formula if they want to go in a completely different direction like say for instance they start the season talking about an insane asylum and then by the end of the season it becomes an alien abduction story then mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna do because they don't give a fuck so <laughs> kudos one thing i really <laughs> admire about that show is how they have an ensemble cast that just takes on new roles every season that's yeah. got to be a lot of fun to work with yeah that's really cool um, it seems like Hey, I, I watched a little bit of the first season. I never got into it. It just wasn't my thing. Maybe I'll revisit it at some point. But, you know, it just wasn't selling me. But sure. I thought when they were moving forward after that first season, I saw, oh, they're bringing people back. And, like, it's somehow tied. But it isn't. But there are new people playing things. I, You know, from what I've read about it, it sounds like a really cool experience for a fan to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so number five. Sorry, did you have anything else to add? No, no, that's it. Okay. Um, number five, Bob's Burgers. Um, so funny. I've probably watched all the way through six or seven times. I never get tired of it. Girl, yeah. same. It yep. is always on Cartoon Network. It's one of those that I don't mind. If it's on, I'll watch it. It's it's my good fellas of cartoons. If it's on, then it's staying on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's mm-hmm. I, that's a good man. That's a good analogy. It's a good <laughs> Okay, number six. I'm cheating on this one. One Tree Hill, The OC, and Dawson's Creek. Wow, the, the CW variety pack. I'm very much a teen drama junkie and quite uh, can literally quote The OC's first season word for word on most episodes. Well, welcome to The OC, bitch. All right, and uh, last one is an honorable mention: Adventure Time. Oh, I feel like yeah. that one was for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Kara. I appreciate that. As as you folks know, we named our dog Bimo after the robot on Adventure Time. Such a great show. Such a wholesome show. Dee and I actually watched a long explanation of the Adventure Time timeline. Um, it's like a half-hour thing. It was on the Frederator mm-hmm. YouTube channel. They do good work. Frederator actually, um, I think they were the production house behind Adventure Time. They're definitely the production house behind Fairly Odd Parents. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Like at the end of the show, it would always be that, you know, Frederator, they'd always do that. Um, but it was a very in-depth look at it, and they, they actually opened up a lot of plot points I didn't recognize at first. So if you think that you can't enjoy and appreciate Adventure Time any longer, check out that Frederator explanation of the uh, Adventure Time chronology. It's really good. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, we'll I, I don't to... watch that. I've seen parts of it, but um, that that intrigues me. That sounds really cool. We'll have to link to it. Link to it. I don't yeah. know why I'm saying that. <laughs> I've been drinking, guys. Okay. <laughs> no. 
Um, okay, so our last one is from Pauline uh, Zalvala Six. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I didn't know if that was pronounced right. No, you, you did better one, than I, I would. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pauline, for writing it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pauline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's Pauline's top five. No order here. Uh, Charmed. I've never actually seen Charmed, surprisingly. It feels like it's to, in my uh, wheelhouse. I used to watch Charmed at the gym when I went in the morning because I didn't have a choice. Um, but mm-hmm. it always seemed like they were standing in their living room talking, and then all of a sudden magic would happen. I'm sure there's more yeah, to it than that. that. I remember seeing bits and pieces of the show, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. But I remember it being that. Yeah, they're, they're all talking, and there's a situation, <laughs> and then bam, magic. Magic. <laughs> living room magic. <laughs> okay, so we've got another vote for Gilmore Girls here. Yeah, yeah, Bob's yeah. Burgers, Roswell, which, oh my God, another person that watched Roswell. That was rare for me. I didn't know anyone who watched Roswell when I was younger. Didn't they reboot it recently? Don't they have like a new... Like... Yeah, it's on the air still. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. It's first season. I mean, I don't know if it's going to get picked up, but... Yeah. yeah. I feel like it never went off the air, so I didn't, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is Roswell 66 or something. I'm like, oh, okay, well, so they're going different direction. It went off direction. the air, and it was cut off rather quickly. Uh, I hate so, that. Yeah, they kind of had to wrap it up in a weird way. It just uh, wasn't, it wasn't right. And they, they were making some decisions that before that with writing that I did not agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, the L Word. Oh. Funny story. I'm watching that now. Nice. Slowly, surely. Kind of working my way through that. Love it. Very yeah. drums. I dig the drums. <laughs> uh, I Love Lucy. Throwback. Nice. I can't disagree with that choice at all. I mean, I, I can't either. That's I mean, that's that's sitcom mold right there. Like that is creation of three camera format, creation of that type of sitcom. Yeah. Breaking racial barriers. I mean, that that's that's good. And it's hilarious. Like and you we, can still watch that show. And we have her to thank for getting Star Trek on the air, her production studio. Really? Oh man, that's so cool! I get to tell you this. Okay, great. No, so, I don't. I don't think I knew. I knew this. Yes, Desilu Studios um, produced uh, the first couple seasons of Star Trek, the original series. Like okay. it was the same studio. It was the same produ- that's cool. uh, the same sound stage. So yeah, Lucy had a, an in with CBS, got it on the air, and oh, nice. yeah, she believed in it. And thanks to her, we have Star Trek years later. You know that explains. A bit of the progressive nature of Star Trek in a time when it wasn't as progressive. Mm. Um, because, I mean, I would think that that was on her mind because she was in an interracial marriage. Mm. Like, yeah. in a time when it wasn't, you know, okay? It, it's, yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still <laughs> not okay with a lot of people. No, it's not. But, you know, it's so funny how people consider, when you say interracial marriage, they never consider, um, you know, white and Latino, they always consider like black and white. You know, that's always the first thing that comes to mind. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Am what? I racist? <laughs> am I the baddie? <laughs> we established way back on episode one. Yes, you are. But yep, am I racist? <laughs> if you have to ask, you are racist. We just need yeah. a website. It's amiracist.com. And you go there and it just says, <laughs> yes. yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I am for this. OK, finishing this <laughs> up. Honorable mentions. Yes. Game of Thrones. Doug. Doug. Friends. Yes. Doug. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe the you office. meant to say. But okay. Oh Let's my see. God, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Office, Parks and Rec, yes. SVU, another show I can't watch. Too much rape, too much murder. Can't do it. No, 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 no. Ripped from the headlines. I can oh, only I handle so. it when it's like my favorite murder and last podcast on the left. I can't. That's so I can't go weird. Down. That's so weird because those go so much farther in painting they that picture. They do, but it's it's the people giving you the information. They're like, look, we're going to tuck you in here. We're going to make <laughs> you feel better. But also you could get murdered. So be alert. I, I don't know. It's just something about the people. Wait, that Well, that's the case with my favorite murder. And then the last podcast on the left, they're just so funny that I could listen to them talk about anything. Mm. Uh, and then Grey's Anatomy is the last one on hers, her honorable mentions. I mean, so that was awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, these are some great picks here. Reminded me of a lot of shows that I used to love, that I still love. Uh, gave me some suggestions of stuff that I need to check out. So, yeah, thank you oh. so much, guys, for, you know, writing in. And if you come to the live show, we will shake your hand in person. And thank you in person. Ooh, Jeremy's. Well, okay. Maybe not that. Lex, but I will also, give you... Also, I specifically said no eye contact. <laughs> I don't know what you're promising here, but I I went over this. I so... promised fist bumps, palm okay. palm licks, you know, if they yeah. are so inclined. My God, Matt, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus. You're trying to kill me? <laughs> You'll never leave Chicago. You'll oh, be too Jesus. sick to fly. <laughs> oh, no. This is how the plague starts. <laughs> this is World War Z. This is how it begins. Oh, my God. Oh. Speaking of plague, how are you feeling? You feeling better? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better. I was, we didn't uh, put out an episode last week because Matt was sick, and that's okay. We're allowed to take sick days, guys. Yeah. Okay. I had some asthma things going on, but I'm doing better now. Um, thank you for asking. And... Uh, How's how's your situation over there with the recording uh, space? Yeah, well, I don't want to talk that. about it. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're recording. That's all that matters. That's, about it. that's what matters. We're gonna talk about. Man, something. I got the sniffles today. Really? Okay. Mm. Yeah, no, it's just allergies. Pollen yeah. is really bad. So if you hear me doing that, I apologize, guys. I'm not trying to do some weird ass ASMR stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're into it, then hey, this is for you. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we've got some trailers to talk about. We do. So, so several trailers came out in so our little many. our mini hiatus. Okay, so do you want to talk Star Wars first? Do you want to talk Lion King first? What sounds good to you? Let's get Lion King out the way because I feel like that doesn't have as much meat on the bone as all the other ones at the at the time at this time. Oh my so. god! But it looks so good. It does look good. It does look I'm, good. I'm here for it. I do not feel this way about any of these other ones. <laughs> really? Um, Aladdin, I loved the original. I am not feeling it. Right. This new one, um, which we've talked about. And I haven't really been interested in a lot of them so far. I've just been like, eh, whatever. Eh. This one, I'm like, oh, my God. Sold. So I'm still not there yet. Really? Okay. Really, yeah. I know. I, I love The Lion King. The original movie was fantastic. Um, the, the Broadway production of Lion King was amazing. I saw that too. This is the, the CG one that they're about to release here. I don't know. It just, um, it hasn't hooked me yet. I'm interested mostly because the cast is like, knock yes. your socks off. Incredible. We got Beyonce. So we got Donald Glover. We got James Earl Jones reprising his mm -hmm. role. I mean, 
Well, I think John Oliver's in it too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's Zazu. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's it's so, gonna be killer. great cast. Yeah. And I was I obviously I was sold on the cast. I don't think it's difficult to sell on the cast. Right. But I wasn't completely sold on the movie yet. And now that we're seeing these first images, <laughs> the only criticism that I've agreed with that I've seen so far is it doesn't seem like the animals are emoting as much yeah. as we would want them to, which I get that they're like, it's realistic. I'm like, I don't need real. Like, let the <laughs> damn cat smile. Get I'll tell it. you what it is. All they did was take the Disney nature cameras and they just got all this footage and they just made Lion King with leftover footage from Disney nature. That's it. God, I would love that. That'd be that hilarious be... if that were true. <laughs> and now we make a billion dollars yeah. like off of old used footage. <laughs> just take out the Australian guy going, look at that over there. Like, right. what? <laughs> right. Your Australian accent is great. I'm going to milk that for all it's worth. That's so great. Have so, you seen it? Yeah, I don't. I lost it. I lost it. So you're excited about um, Lion King. Yeah, so, I'm very excited about it. What possible direction can Disney go next with live action after Lion King? Because it seems like they've pretty much exhausted. Like we, we went down the list of upcoming live mm-hmm. action films, but it seems like they've pretty much exhausted everything they can do in CG slash live action that would be God. interesting, you know? They might just have to make original content. God damn, that's that's a scary <laughs> thought. Hey, they got to fill up that network with something, you know? They got a lot of space to fill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I think that Mulan sounds interesting. Mulan um, does, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I just feel like visually that's going to work really well if they do it right. Right. Um, beyond that... I don't really know. Like, I don't really know if many of them interest me. Hmm. Um, I saw Dumbo came out. Nothing really happened with it. Yeah, that kind of uh, came and went. Like, people forgot about that almost immediately. I'm gonna. I have a theory on that one in particular. I think that Lion King is a bummer of a movie, mm-hmm. but we feel the redemption of the movie. Like, we feel it in Dumbo. You don't feel it as much. Like, we don't connect with circus. Hmm. Like, circus is the way we used to. We view them as, like, cruel to animals and everything like that. So, it's not a lion becoming the king of his pride. Like, a natural good thing. It's, it is, if this elephant succeeds, he's in a fucking circus. Like, it's, it's not, I, I just don't, it, like, you're, so you're gonna, so you're gonna, you're gonna have me, now, granted, I haven't seen Dumbo in years, but you're, <laughs> Like you're gonna you're gonna have Dumbo get split from his mom and yeah. make me cry my ass off, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna meet some racist birds, and then you're gonna <laughs> and then the reward the reward <laughs> is he gets to get beat he gets gun beat yeah. in a circus for the rest of his life. We, no, uh, I'm sorry. We, we spend a lot of time with them racist birds. <laughs> like they Ooh, have a yeah. whole, they have a whole number. They start riffing. There's some improv Those happening in there. Those jive turkeys. Like, yeah, pretty much. You know, in the original script, they probably were turkeys, so they could use that line. Yeah, they were um, jive turkeys. They yeah. were jive turkeys. Uh, I'll tell you some good news, though. One of the scheduled live-action prequel, sequel, spinoffs was going to be called Genies. It was announced in 2015, 
they announced the development of a live-action comedy adventure prequel called Genies. The film was being mm, written by oh. Mark Swift and Damien oh, no. Shannon, while Trip Vincent was on board to produce via his Vincent Films banner. It was intended to serve as a lead-in to the live-action Aladdin film, which obviously oh. they just skipped over. On November 8th, Disney revealed it had originally planned to use Robin Williams' unused lines from the 9192 oh, recording no. sessions of the film. How dare you? But his will prohibited the studio from using his likeness for 25 years after his death. So God, that is some salt in the wound. You burned the ground, bud. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know why he wasn't. And we probably talked about this before too. The reason that he Monopoly wasn't Monopoly Mouse win. God damn. Exactly. Earth. But the reason he wasn't, he didn't reprise the role of Genie in Aladdin two, the straight to DVD one, was because they pissed him off. Like yeah, they basically built the marketing around him when he said he just wanted to be a player in the movie, mm-hmm. just part of the ensemble, and it was basically Robin Williams stars in Disney's Aladdin, and it was like, no, dude, that's not what I wanted. Um, apparently, they well, sent he, him. He some... didn't want like he didn't want it on things that he didn't approve either. Like he didn't yeah. want it selling crap, and you know, which it's Disney. I don't. <laughs> like I, yeah, I like I agree. I, I like that he stood up for it, but I also don't know what he expected. Right, right. Like right. they're gonna sell soap with your face on it. I just Pretty don't much. like it, anything that they can sell. I was walking and getting um, napkins the other day, and I'm like, oh, there's Ray's face from Star Wars on napkins. There's not even a movie out yet. There's nope. no movie right now. It's just there. Every time CNSC has Pi Day, we have a large amount of Star Wars napkins that have gone unused from year to year. So we just pack them up and use them, you know, yeah. next year. So every year, right. it's but like But even Kylo if you Ren. run out of them that day, you yeah. can just go to the store and buy more of them because more than likely they're going to be on the shelf for no fucking reason. Like, they never run out of Kylo Ren napkins. Because he's no. always crying. That was the oh, best tie-in product to me was like the Kylo Ren handkerchiefs, the Kylo mm-hmm. Ren uh, Kleenex, you know, travel size, just because he's always so cry. Oh, we love to make fun of men and their feelings when the whole <laughs> new trilogy is about toxic, toxic masculinity and how it destroys the entire galaxy. But sure, keep shaming a man for feeling things, Matt. Oh, no, no. I'm not shaming him for feeling <laughs> just, things. I'm just kidding. I'm shaming him for <laughs> lashing out and throwing tantrums while feeling things. No, yeah. Well, that's 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 the toxic masculinity part. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I saw... whole, like, essays on that, guys. There's a lot more. Say... You did not like The Last Jedi. Um, you need to go, like, you need to look into, um, oh, my gosh. I need to look this up real quick. Yeah. Talk. So there was a comic strip that came out around that time where Mickey was turning the mirror on the reader saying, if you don't like Kylo Ren, this is why, because he's you. And they show the mirror and it's like Kylo's face, you know, supposed to be the reader looking at themselves because, oh. yeah, that's just basically every Internet chat room, every Internet Reddit thread, every mm-hmm. Twitter thread, everything. It's always, eh, you know, they ruined it. And eh, Rose Tico, and I'm going to buy her action figures and break them because I'm a failed artist that used to work for DC. That's oh, not too specific, okay. is it? No? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> it's not specific enough for me. Name names. Scorch. <laughs> okay, so, so the yeah. <laughs> hot takes. Um, so the the YouTube channel is Pop Culture Detective. Pop so culture there detective. are a couple of, every video on there is amazing. Literally every video. They, they only put out a couple, um, unfortunately, because it takes so much production time. 
Mm. Uh, they only have a few out, but it is worth it to go through their catalog. They talk a lot about that um, toxic masculinity and things like that, and it's phenomenal. But yeah, so The Last Jedi did not deserve the hate that it got. I know you generally agree with me, but I felt the need to, to get yeah. into that. I saw it twice at the movies. I, I thought it was at the theater, rather. I thought yeah, it was very good. I thought it was yeah. very good. We continued the tradition of the Peters men seeing the new trilogy together on oh, uh, awesome. opening day. Um, and I mean, I like the depth that Kylo Ren as a character has because you don't know right now, knowing everything we know about this movie and mm-hmm. the previous two that have already been released – we don't know what way he's going at the end of all this. We don't know if he's a Skywalker. We don't know if he's going to be the grand evil of the of the trilogy. We don't know if he's going to just like pull an Anakin and, and turn into something much worse. It's amazing that in this day and age, all the secrecy surrounding it. And, you know, thanks, J.J. Abrams, for, for, for doing that, for holding yeah. that up. Like, there's so much going on. We don't know with those movies. Yeah, there's so much going on with Star Wars. Period. I know a lot of that is due to having to fill space on Disney Plus, but this is probably the second best time to be alive to be a Star Wars fan. I would I would argue that. So we'll get into the new trailer in a second, but I, I and I, I'm curious if you agree with this. So the the prequel trilogy is is its own weird thing. Yeah. Good and bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ha- then you have the original trilogy and you have the new trilogy. Yeah, I would argue that while the original trilogy was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. the new trilogy has the most depth of all of the Star Wars films. I don't want to judge it until the third one comes out. Okay, honestly. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know mean, that sounds kind of like I, a cop I, out. I, I I agree, but like. Just the things that they explored with Last Jedi, I feel like that's why a lot of people didn't like it because they were like, "That's too much thought. I don't want that much. I, was I don't say want the you to, to turn the mirror on me like you're talking about. I don't want to do it." Right, right. Like Rain Johnson, I think Ryan is it Rain or right? Ryan? It's Ryan. It's just Ryan. Ryan. Okay. I, there's look, no offense to Ryan Johnson, you you made it. I, I loved your movie, um, but there are a group of Ryans that spell their name like that, and I I want no part of your shit. <laughs> Ryan is spelled with a Y, damn it. I, so yeah, that's the usually the the addition of a Y is is like you know the the target of of the um, something to make fun of basically. Yeah. But no, in this case, it's the exclusion of the Y. We're not mm-hmm. having it, Ryan's. Bring the Y not back. Not having it. Not having it. So yeah, Ryan Johnson did a great job of. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting nuance into this film and yeah it kind of freaked out some fans because they were expecting certain story beats and it didn't happen that way it's so funny because leading up to the to the film's release everybody was just going oh it's gonna be the same movie as empire you know yeah because uh you know the force awakens was basically like the first one so this one's gonna be empire and then it wasn't and people were disappointed (laughs) <laughs> that was my that was my favorite complaint was when people were going it's too much it's the exact same they're talking about force awakens it's yeah. the exact same thing as a new hope or the right. original star wars whatever you call it and then they were like man that's weak and then and then <laughs> jedi comes out and they're like oh that's so different why they do that he ruined star wars <laughs> Ru- the, like, what are you talking about what do yeah. you want yeah, yeah. So you want to be a kid again. That's what you want. Childhood was so good for you. Congratulations. Like I, I, I don't know what else. To, like 
I just don't care. <laughs> no, neither do I. I mean, the fans found so much to hate on, so much so that they... Uh, I, I hate this. The, the fact that they, they ended up getting Kelly Marie Tran to basically um, disconnect herself from the internet. Well, they did Instagram. that to Daisy. They did that to Daisy before that. Yeah, yeah. But Kelly she Marie... She used to be on Instagram. I followed her when she was first on Instagram. She was great, funny and everything. She had to shut yeah. hers down. Yeah, and it sucks. But I remember specifically Kelly Marie Tran because like when they were talking to her about you know playing Rose Tico and she was like, yeah, you know... I love playing that character and, you know, it feels like it, part of me is in this character. Yeah. I was at a, a diner and I heard some kids talking about the character and how much they love her. And I almost cried because I realized that I brought her to life. And so I joined mm -hmm. them, you know, that, that whole story that she told. And that was really heartwarming. But then the just fucking assholes that attacked yeah. her and couldn't separate the fact that, hey, you know, you may not like this character. But she acted the fuck out of that character. She did. She did whatever she could with the material she was given. But no, you can't distance the actor from the character because you have a hard time separating yourself from reality. And you're the ones that want to sit here and go, hey, you know, wrestling is fake. It's like, yeah, okay, we yeah. get it. But you and, know, and, she's not actually Rose Tico either. Right. Get off and her you know, fucking back. No, I totally agree. And, and the thing that I was saying about Daisy was not because she was de Daisy was just dealing with sexism, which is bad enough. Unfortunately, Kelly was dealing with sexism and racism. Yeah. And that's yeah. just like that's a whole other level. Um so that I wasn't meaning to invalidate the fact no, that no, she no, was no. dealing with like rampant racism like oh yeah. my god. Shocking. Yeah. I mean that's that's just the one that like struck home to me because I was just such a big fan. Daisy Ridley's great too, don't get me wrong. I was just such a big fan of Kelly Marie because she was just so like enthusiastic about being part of this amazing legacy well, of actresses and oh my god you know anyway 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 well, we talked about this i remember i sent you a message and i don't know if she actually is in it but carrie russell was going to yeah. be like there was a rumor that carrie russell was going to be in the next star wars film meaning uh the rise of skywalker which we just got the trailer for mm -hmm. and I don't know if she actually followed through and is in it, but I remember messaging you and going, I hope she doesn't take it. Right. Because as good as I know she would be, as good as for her career, as I'm sure it would be, mm -hmm. I don't want her dealing with this toxic bullshit. She's, I love her. Like, I don't want her to have to go through this. And that's sad. Like, you should not be rooting against an actor getting a part that you know they would be fantastic in no matter what. Yeah. But you do because you don't want them to have to go through that. And if I was an actor who she has her levels of success and everything like that, she doesn't necessarily need to do it. I would reconsider being a part of it. Yeah. You almost have to think twice about it. Um, yeah. And that's not right. Yeah. She's apparently going to be in episode nine, but this is like all the way back in July of 2018 that they're talking about that. But just to kind of get back on, on the Kelly Marie Tran thing, Part of the reason why I stayed away from um, Celebration that happened in Chicago mm -hmm. last weekend was because of the very same toxic fandom that we've been talking about. I, I didn't want to be in the mix for that because I love Star Wars so much that 
I don't need to be around negativity for it. If I want to enjoy it, I'll watch the movies, I'll play the games, I'll, I'll build the Lego yeah. sets. You know, I'll do that alone. I don't give a fuck. About like we can talk about it and it's, yeah. it's enough for me. Like I talk about, my brother and I talk about baseball, Star Wars, and occasionally religion and what happens when we die. Yeah. I, like that, like really, that is as insane as that sounds. Like those are our three subjects, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> and like the Marvel movies, like we, yeah. we've got a solid handful of things, and we just repeat. <laughs> That's it. But I, I mean, know, I just don't just, like. I don't care about it beyond that. I hear you, and I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll happily admit that I was wrong about that decision. Oh, okay. Because I heard a lot of people that had a great time. You know, our, our friend Kelsey Nicole, um, she dressed up as Lando Calrissian, got to meet Billy Dee Williams. She was on the, on the actual, like, uh, the, the, the bridge of the, uh, the Millennium Falcon and that's cool. Mixing drinks over at the bar and everything. I like that's so dope. I, I wish she would have found the cape closet, but I guess maybe they didn't set that up. <laughs> but yeah, she had a great time. And then Kelly Marie Tran, she, uh, did one of the panels there and this was like the big like episode nine reveal panel yeah and when she made her entrance on stage i got chills because that whole crowd erupted for her and just like cheered her on and it seemed like she was almost moved to tears by that reaction and it, it got me too because i'm like see this is this is the love that the fandom should have this is the love yeah. that celebration should be about and just star wars fandom should be about not just shitting on everything that people love you know we all loved aspects of it growing up it was there for us at, at times where we needed it and mm -hmm. i think it's important to realize that things that you don't necessarily like are someone else's favorite like there's even jar jar right. fans out there i had to come to terms with that i mean that sounds petty you know <laughs> It's but, a little bit petty. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a little bit petty. And my brother had to call me out on that. He's like, hey, you know, I've never lived in a world that Jar Jar hasn't been a thing. So, you know, maybe yeah. calm down Yeah, because your brother's bit. like my age, right? Yeah, exactly. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we grew up with those. Right. The, that's Those movies, we watched them all come out. And, like, they were, like, everything to us. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I can see the flaws now, but I still have a deep connection to those movies. And I, but, and so I will defend them in those moments or whatever, but I just don't, I, I really don't like a lot of the people in that environment. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same with comic books and comic shops. We've talked about this in the past where I'm just like, I just don't understand why there's this need to, you have to like the things that I like and hate the things that I hate. I don't get either one. Like, if you don't like Game of Thrones, for example, which I understand right now, it's heavy in our culture because it's mm -hmm. back on the air. Yeah. I get that you don't like Game of Thrones. You don't need to go online and talk about how you hate Game of Thrones. I don't care. Nope. I don't want to do the exact – like, so when World Cup, for example, when the World Cup comes on, I mm -hmm. don't care for football slash soccer. Like, I don't care for that sport. I'm not into it. I'm not going online talking to shit about that. Um, you know, 
I, and, and I'm not saying I've never done this because I have. I've been this person. That's why I'm speaking to it now. You don't. That doesn't make you an interesting person. It doesn't make you a whole person. It doesn't make you anything. You don't don't define yourself by the things that you love or the things that you hate because either way, that's just a dark road to go by. Like it's not you. It's just a part of you. I, I just I don't. I think it's really unhealthy, but I feel like a lot of people are coming to terms with that. And I think that's why she got that standing ovation, because as as much as there are these loud, obnoxious voices, there are a bunch of people that go, I'm not like that guy. And they go and they stand up for her and they go, you know what? You're awesome. Thank you for doing this. And they're happy. Mm hmm. They're happy with the experience. And you don't. And and like I was saying, I think Last Jedi. um or the new trilogy and Last Jedi Temporary. I think those are on a high level for me. But if you didn't like it, that's okay. Like, you didn't have to like it. I would implore you to look into some of these different, like, analysis viewpoints of them. Because I feel like there's a lot. Because I didn't necessarily like Last Jedi. I didn't walk out of the theater going, this is great. Hmm. I walked out of the theater not knowing how to feel. Feeling yeah. kind of weird about it. Yeah. I yeah. remember feeling weird walking out. And it wasn't because there was something wrong with the movie. It was because, like I said, I think it explored a lot of things that I was not expecting going in, that no one was expecting. Definitely not. And I I think Rogue One scratched that itch more than The Last Jedi did. For folks that were looking for that, I think that was a a savvy move on on the uh, uh, by the team. What do you mean? Oh, because Rogue One was a war movie. Basically, you know, people wanted to see that fight. They wanted to see those space battles. They wanted to see those moments. And they got that from Rogue One. Um, And it was like, you know, your favorite food. It's familiar. You know what's going to happen. You know what the stakes are. You know who's going to make it ultimately. (laughs) So they were like. And I I wasn't a huge fan of Rogue One. Um, I really loved the ending. I love the end sequence and everything like that. Um, I I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I understood why people loved it. I got it. Like, I was like, okay, that's cool. And I will revisit that movie for mm-hmm. sure in the future. Um, I haven't seen it since that first time that I saw it in theaters. And I enjoyed it. But, like, it did feel like that what you're talking about. Like, it was catered to a specific group of people. I don't think I was one of those people at the end of the day. But I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, not for me, but cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's. That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. And I love, like I said earlier, I love Star Wars. I love most things about it. But loving something also means that you can willingly criticize certain aspects of it without feeling like, oh, the whole thing needs to just be tossed out, you know? Oh, absolutely. There's certain aspects of it that haven't aged well. Um, (laughs) There are also things that you can criticize that are critical for you, but not necessarily something wrong with it. And it's good to recognize that. It's good to recognize what your personal criticisms are versus, oh, everybody feels this way because this is obviously the worst thing in the world. Like, no, dude, calm down. Yeah, like I don't give – Telling someone to calm down always works as as we all know. I I don't care about like (laughs) space battles. I don't care about like the strategy and the the new – like all of that stuff. I care about the – the only time I care about like a war story, for example, Mm -hmm. is if – I'm viewing the human themes and the human landscape and the repercussions of that thing. Hmm. I don't care about 
the battle. I don't care about the battle sequence and everything like that. I think that that's why, like certain certain war films for like for like expanding out from Star Wars or whatever, some of them have connected better than others to me because they're just. So did you did you see? Um, it's like 2004, 2005, Jarhead, directed by Sam Mendes, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. No, no, I didn't. I, okay. I, I'm familiar with it, but I've never seen it. Okay, so it's Gulf War is when that, that film takes place. Yeah. Um, and it was really controversial when it came out because it was dealing with questions of war and everything like that. And the director and the actors were very outspoken against the war in Iraq. So they yeah. kind of buried that movie. Mm. But the the thing that I loved about that movie, it was a war movie that never sees war. Oh, wow. They prepare these men to go fight and kill. They are psychologically put into that place. They're mm-hmm. going to go win. They watch video, well, videos. They watch films where they're, and these are their father's generation going into Vietnam, and they're like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, they, they're they watching this. They're getting sucked into it. They are ready to fight and kill and be a machine kind of thing. And it's the psychological breakdown of you're trained for that, and maybe that's not healthy for a person to be trained to do, and then you don't actually get to do it. You're a rifle that's never fired. You're, what are you? And then, you know, dealing with the obvious repercussions of people getting killed, too, and just PTSD, all kinds of things. And it was so that movie. So I recommended that movie to my brother. I recommended that movie to everyone because I thought it was brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I remember my brother seeing it around that time when it came out. And he was like, I didn't like it. Like nothing happened. It wasn't a thing. And then like revisiting years later, he's like, oh, wow. That's actually a really good movie, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I really like that type of movie. Like that's probably, if I had to think of on the top of my head, like my favorite war movie, because it's not about war. I don't, you know, I don't want to get caught up in like the bloody craziness. As much as I love Spielberg, I love Saving Private Ryan. Sometimes you feel that like. I'm I'm making a war film like look at the blood look at the explosions look at this you know that and and it does kind of glamorize stuff and one thing that I thought Rogue One did that was interesting was get into the psychology a little bit of like war and get like get into the end of like the real repercussions of war Um, because that's a thing like that's the thing they're gonna deal with they're not gonna get into it too deep because it's a Disney film it's it's Star Wars. It shouldn't be that deep. But the things that I did like about Rogue One were the feeling of consequence. And things on that scale have consequence. And that's what I like about the new trilogy as well. They're not just killing stormtroopers anymore without thought. I mean, I guess they kind of are, but like, it doesn't feel the same. It feels like there are repercussions. There's depth to it. It's like yeah. they're not... Like, they're, they're not taking the audience for granted. They're like, hmm. we know you want things that are a little bit richer, a little bit more in-depth. We know that you're smart. We know that you're you're going to evaluate this on every <laughs> freaking level. You're both right. smart and dumb. But, like, you know, I, well, I just... Well, years of, of people picking apart right. every single little detail, naming certain uh, soldiers. I mean, when they started differentiating the clones in the Clone War cartoon, it became 
kind of a necessity for them to put some more thought into the fact that, all right, these just aren't, you know, faceless, nameless parties anymore. These are characters that people fall yeah. in love with. Even the guy who bangs his head on the door uh, in, in the, in the yeah, first film. Yeah, they made film. that whole uh, cartoon, uh, not cartoon, <laughs> uh, comic. Yeah, they made a comic, and then even there was a um oh my goodness there was an audiobook that was released recently uh for the Star Wars folks that came out that delved deep into very minor characters <laughs> in oh, the universe. Was that the one that did a bunch of short stories? Yeah, yeah, it was a yes. chock full of short stories, and one of which was narrated by John Hamm. And I wish I could remember the name of the book, but I know what man. you're talking about, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's annoying, but yeah, no, I remember that. I didn't read it, but I remember what you're talking about. So, <laughs> tangents, guys. What up? But tangents. The, the new trailer. We didn't see a lot of the rise of Skywalker. So, first of all, what do you think of the title? Um, I think it's one of those titles that we are going to be disappointed by because it's not going to be true. <laughs> like. They always do this to us. It's always a bait and switch. The Phantom Menace didn't really mean anything. Um, yeah, a new what hope, did that okay. title mean? Did it mean anything? No, I was thinking it's going to be some cool ghost Jedi, like going in and kicking ass. Didn't happen. Let's Google this. What does the Phantom Menace mean? <laughs> Go ahead and talk about the title, bud. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Attack of the Clones was pretty spot on. I thought that one was probably the laziest of the subtitles because it's like, yeah, the clones, they uh, they attacked. Just want to go throw this out there. Um, when I type in, what does the Phantom? What We're going to finish this. What does the <laughs> Phantom of the Opera look like? What does wow. the Phantom at the end of the poem signify? I see you kids <laughs> in ninth grade. What does the Phantom do to Carlo Carlotta? I'm guessing that's another thing in reference to that poem. I, I hope Carlo Carlotta is okay. Maybe. And what does the Phantom Menace mean? Enter. There you go. We're going to find this out tonight. A phantom menace also means an unknown evil. Okay. <laughs> Still disappointing. Given the I'm world seeing of if there's like, any more in-depth. Given the world of ninja wizards, that seems kind of disappointing in the grand scheme of things. So The actual fa phantom menace was the one and only Palpatine, created merely for the sake of taking over the Senate. Papa Pal Palpatine was not the Phantom Menace. Papa Pal Palpatine was, first of all, unpronounceable by me. Secondly, uh, he was But it's the Phantom Menace. Tangible. That makes sense, though. He's the, he's the villain behind pulling the strings. Yeah, I don't like it. All right, so Attack of the Clones, like I said, that's spot on. Revenge of the Sith. Since, since, pa since Palpatine controlled the Separatists through Dooku, he was uh, able to order the blockade around Naboo. Oh, my God, you're getting too in-depth. I don't give a shit, bud. No, thanks. Okay. This, this feels like the scroll at the beginning that everybody just kind of skims over. Um, yeah. Like, you try to read it out loud, you know, the first time, and then it's like, you quit halfway through because, oh, man, there's a lot of text. Oh, Jesus, okay. Yeah. All right. Ooh, I didn't come man. here to read. I didn't come here to read. And then it's like, oh, snap. There's a spaceship coming over now. This is great. Okay. Back to the list. So, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Was Do you feel like the Sith got revenge in that one? I don't know. Yeah, they won. They destroyed the Jedi. Did they win, though? Did they? Okay. What? what how did they not win, Matt? I don't know. I mean... There's not a lot of Sith. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, you killed a shit ton of Jedi, but there's still only two of y'all. 
They so, have complete control of the galaxy. I'm pretty sure they won. <laughs> That's a lot of look, look, listen. Okay. So have you ever gotten like have you ever been the lead of a group project before? Oh yeah. Of yeah. Course. Do you know how much you, you know how much pressure that is? I'm then? not how, saying like, it's stressful. a good thing, but they well, got it. Like okay. they wanted it and they got it. But the ultimate revenge is the fact that now Palpatine has to be the leader of this group project. And Vader's not going to pull his weight, and he's going to fucking blow up his Death Star. And so he still loses. He still loses no matter what. So revenge not given. Sorry. Uh-uh. Power for the sake of power, my friend. <laughs> I can Episode- feel the power. Episode That's 4, the line? New, I don't hope. Know. A new, new Hope. New Hope. Perfect title. All right. But it was the same old hope. It was the hope that's always been there. No, Luke is the new hope. Yeah, but he's like 30. No, he's, he's like new. 20. Okay, sure. But still, not new. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Emperor, I'm sorry, the Empire Strikes Back. Does he, does he have to be, are you Are you saying that to have a new hope, this new hope has to literally crown in the beginning of the film? <laughs> I'm saying if it had begun with his birth, then yes, he would have been a new hope. But no, 20 years that's why they played the New Hope theme and they showed imagery of the New Hope at the end of Revenge of the Sith because it's moving into a New Hope. A New Hope is Luke and Leia. Yeah. Talking right. about Tasha right. Station. Empire Strikes Back. Go for it. Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Did they strike back? I feel like they struck <laughs> back. <laughs> Did the Empire really strike back? I don't know. I mean, they tried. They tried. They tried. They, they tried I mean, it. if Death Star was destroyed. Man, you know? they just, they are just bad with these Death Stars. They can't keep up with these things. You know? What do you, what do you got to say about Return of the Jedi? Did he come back? I don't. <laughs> Did he really come back, though? Did he ever leave? He seemed, seemed like he, he was always there. Did to he me. ever leave I, your heart? That's what I want to say. He was in our hearts and leave? minds. When, was, you accept, <laughs> when you accept Luke Skywalker in your heart, does he ever leave? <laughs> what was that meme that you shared with uh, with Eric today? Oh, it, um, uh, John Snow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually read it because it was <laughs> just too good. It was too perfect, and then your comment was just the cherry on top of it. Oh my god. Let me see. If you <laughs> if you think Jon Snow rocks, wait until you hear about another long-haired defender of mankind. A cool guy I like to call Jesus Christ. And yeah. then I said, I said, Pastor pulls up a chair and sits on it backwards. <laughs> he does a Riker. Basically. Have you learned of Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Jon Snow? <laughs> I don't know why it's Irish. He doesn't have he has a they have Scottish it's Scottish, isn't it? Isn't that Sean Bean? Is Sean Bean Scottish? Well, you know what annoys me the most about Sean Bean? <laughs> That's a title if I ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> His first and last name is spelled the same but pronounced differently. That's what annoys me about Sean Bean. Now, see, if it had been Star Wars, uh, <laughs> colon, you know what annoys me about Sean Bean, I would have provided an answer right there in the film. Like those wonderful movies that say the title of the movie in the movie. <laughs> now okay um you, you did you did return of the jedi does he return okay does he re- I mean, now we got it now force awakens did it though i <laughs> i don't know man oh uh, sean bean is english 
<laughs> I don't very, care. I still want to keep that title. That's a very English thing to do. It's oh just my god! Spell spell two words exactly the same, and then pronounce them completely differently. It's a dick move, Sean Bean. That's why you die all the time. Okay, that's that right there. Uh, you know what? Since I'm on a tear right now, a White Walker though. You say. know what? You know what? Fuck Adam Levine too. What the fuck? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How do we get on Adam Levine? Look, because, I'm the queen of tangents here. Because, what? <laughs> because I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the corner of my eye. I don't want to say I'm watching because that would mean that I'm paying attention to this. Uh, the Voice is on my television right now, and Adam Levine has a mohawk after being blonde for the semifinals or the battle round or whatever the hell they call it. I mean, John Legend is right there. Pay attention to John Legend. He's trying to outshine John Legend with his tacky ass hair. Okay, that's sad. It's sad and lame, Adam Levine. Get over California. It's not that great. <laughs> Except for our California listeners, we love all of you. <laughs> oh, God damn. Okay. That is funny. Uh, whatever topic um, we're on, let's get back to what it. What about The Last Jedi, bitch? <laughs> the Last Jedi? Obviously not. Obviously not. Obviously she stole not. the books? She stole she the stole- books. She stole? Wait, she didn't just steal the books. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm just doing Jerry. She stole. She, she stole. She stole the books. She stole his lightsaber. Like she didn't just steal the books. She stole his lightsaber. Why right. isn't the green one? Where did the green lightsaber go? I want to know. Where did it go? Mm-hmm. Where's the green lightsaber? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I, I think wanna... in the new trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's a fake lightsaber. That's what I'm saying. It's a fake oh, lightsaber. A CG. Oh. It's the green lightsaber, my friends. That's what I think. Because you know you what? Think... They destroyed the blue lightsaber. How do you fix it? I don't know. You think that they're pulling an Avengers uh, Infinity War. Ah, okay. Trust no one. How it. did they fix it? It would make more sense if it was her green lightsaber, but they're saving this as a surprise, that she pulled it from the um, the Jedi tree. <laughs> the Jedi tree. <laughs> the Jedi. What the fuck are we supposed to call it? It's a tree full of Jedi shit. What else the are we supposed that to call it? That was the, uh, the, the oft-forgotten follow-up to you 2s The Joshua Tree. The Jedi tree. <laughs> I would listen to that. Oh my god! I what if it was too. just a weird? That what if that was just Weird Al's parody of Joshua Tree? <laughs> that was a tribute to Star Wars. Oh, oh man! Oh man! It. Yeah, he's he's hard. due for another for another Star Wars parody. He hasn't done one in forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I. <laughs> that is some of the funniest shit you've ever done. Is that stupid? <laughs> I mean, you know, just I don't. Lord and Savior Jon Snow. All right. Um. So I loved the trailer. Did you love the trailer? Did you? I loved it. Luke I did. About it. I was. Were you Luke Cage warm about it? I was. No, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. I just didn't. I wasn't like, oh my god, I need to scream. And what's I mean, funny too, I was definitely in the oh my god, I need to scream more so than the Avengers trailer. <laughs> um, but I think that it's mostly because Ray and Leia, like oh, that, just that moment, yeah, knife yeah. in the heart. Oh. I mean that that surpasses just something that was scripted, though. I mean that I kind of separate that from the whole Star Wars vibe to okay, this is something else completely here this is carrie fisher you know it's yeah. like oh my god seeing her knowing that she's gonna, no longer i'm just with gonna us. cry so much yeah 
Yeah, I mean, when I saw, when I saw, um, I, I mean, I was crying in in the Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just she had just died, right? Yeah. Or was that when Rogue One came out? No, it was it was uh, Jedi. Because Rogue One, Rogue One would have been weird if she had just passed away and then they had that you know tag at the end with the CG version of her. That would have been fucking creepy. I and, feel like that was the same time. I don't think so. No, because she did the press tour for uh, the Last Jedi, right? I, this is see. This is my brain. Okay, she died in 2016. Yeah, okay. you're right. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So she died when the Last Jedi came out. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so sad. Um. Wait, no, no. She died in 2016. Last Jedi came out in 2017. So 2016 passed, was Rogue One. So that was the. She passed between them. Then. So she died in Dece- on December 27th of 2016. Wow. Rogue One came out December 16th. Holy shit. That's I what I'm saying. I saw that together. movie. I saw that movie. I remember seeing that movie and then like her dying like a couple wow. days later. That's so weird. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I mean because it's it's your brain goes to a completely different place because we treasure Carrie Fisher so much. Right. And it's it's impossible to gauge that moment separately from, you know, the strong feelings that we have for Carrie Fisher. Yeah, understood. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it, given that they only have a certain amount of footage. Yeah, yeah, same. You know, and um, I know it's going to be respectful and kind and, you know, everything like that, because I know J.J. will just be that person. He wouldn't and do I'm it if he didn't they, think he could be that way. They consoled it with the family and everything and made sure that, you know, everything was above board and respectful. So that was really good. Um, it, <laughs> the exact opposite of how they handled the whole Aladdin thing. God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of another anecdote that I heard recently, which was about Ryan Reynolds and uh, how he actually fought hard to get um, Deadpool to wear a B. Arthur T-shirt during Deadpool 2. Um, so much so that he paid out of pocket. I think it was like 10 grand. He paid for the rights to her likeness, um, to her family. Good for her. She's worth 10 grand. (laughs) So, I mean, I I was, I was amazed by that. I love the B Arthur stuff. The like in Deadpool. So funny. I remember seeing like, um, I was at Walgreens and I saw, uh, three new Chia pets that they released around the same time. One was Deadpool, one was uh, B. Arthur, and the other one was Bob Ross. I'm like, this is like perfect. What is happening in life right now? It's like, this is weird. My design. Like Bob Ross, okay, the man's got a fro, makes sense. The other two, okay. Well, they B. did that Arthur. whole bit with Deadpool as Bob Ross when they were promoting the second one. Remember? Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying those were. I, I feel like these three like right. licenses were unrelated, and they just happened no, to release them at the same that. time. I can't. I, no. Yeah, Chia yeah. Pet was like, no, get in on this. This is all we have now. <laughs> this is how, it. How do Chia Pets still exist? How? <laughs> they you sell want to the grow some weird ass bre- uh, <laughs> <laughs> bean sprouts from B. Yeah. Arthur's head? Why is yeah. that a thing? Well, you know, they try to tell you, yeah, they're healthy. Put these seeds in your smoothie. Don't even think about it. It's fine. Just do it. Just do it. It's healthy. It's good for you. Aren't those? 
aren't those bean like aren't those like bean sprouts though, which are like that's how you get like E. coli and stuff. Like, they're really bad. Like they can be really questionable depending oh, on where they come from. Oh, you enjoy your chia from a from afar. You don't touch that chia. chia. Oh, no. It's a pet. <laughs> it's a chia pet. <laughs> I mean, it had to be done. Yes. Okay, so if you had to say which one you're more excited for, uh-huh. Jedi or Lion King, where mm, you ranking them? Probably Avengers Endgame. Um, Bitch, that doesn't count. No, I know. I know. Star Wars always is going to be number one because you're going to get... All right, wait. I wanted to go back for a second and talk about Celebration. I feel like, because... by the way, with Endgame, we're going to have to do, like, two episodes. We're going to have mm. to do, like, a regular episode that everyone can listen to and then a full-on spoilery episode that people can listen to after they see the movie. I like that. Because we're not going to we're not going to put spoilers in this podcast like without fair warning you. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, they always throw around the term nerd boner, and then at celebration after they aired the trailer for the first time, you just see all these lightsabers light up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's literal nerd boners happening oh, it's right so now. Phallic. It's so. <laughs> oh man, it's a little yeah. much. It's, yeah, I mean, I, it should I be. I get it. You guys like your dicks. I'm, yeah, well, I'm fine with it. You know, some, some girls had the lightsabers in the crowd, too. You know, everybody. Everybody can get in there. Hey, it's fine. It don't matter. Yeah. Lady boners <laughs> are a thing. Lady boners are a thing. I just want to <laughs> silence for a moment because I thought it was a good way <laughs> I was with. It felt like it, it felt like a space ghost. Pause I appreciate right there. that like we it. both we both were like, yeah, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. If they were captions, they would have said audible blank. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I briefly kind of just want to touch on. I I did see Captain Marvel finally. Okay. Yeah. So two things. One, loved it. Expected mm. to love it. Okay. okay. Definitely loved it. Two, yes. I found a new movie theater that I didn't know existed right down the street from my house. What? How did you not know there was a theater right by your home? Listen, there's nothing there. I never go past this light, this one particular <laughs> this one particular light, because who the fuck cares what's on the other side of that light? You've nothing. got to get out and learn your neighborhood, Alexis. You have to. Alexa, no, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, David. I just don't care. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. one of those things that, like, I, I don't, like, heh, you don't want to go up there. Like, I, like, I, you know, I, <laughs> I just don't, it, it serves no purpose to me. So I literally just, like, hop right over past where I've been before. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's a really nice movie theater here. And it's, like, well-priced and reasonable. And so, yeah, I discovered that I have a new movie theater right up the street. Well, that's good. Does it have reserved seating? Yes, and the chairs yeah. are all recliners. All yeah. of them. Now, see, that's a double-edged sword. you got to be careful with them. Let me tell you, you have to be careful with reclining seats because if you recline too far, you may fall asleep. I don't and fall asleep from good. reclining chairs. You know what? It's I feel cute. bad. I can't. I remember the first movie I fell asleep in, and it wasn't even a recliner. I was just fucking tired. I don't even know why I went to the show in the first place, and I felt disappointed. It was Blade 2. Oh, shit. That's a good one. It's a great one. It's a great movie. Lots of action. Soundtrack is banging. Wesley Snipes doing all the karate moves or, you know, pseudo karate moves, whatever he calls it. Um, It was great, and it was a Sunday afternoon. Me and Archie, we used to go to movies on Sunday afternoons. 
And, like, I don't know what it was. The sky was red like Batman, you know, the new Batman adventures, where it's just always red. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It was just the, the right mix of too much popcorn and not enough Coke, maybe. I the fell drink. asleep <laughs> in theaters the same way you're talking about, where it's not a recliner or whatever. I yeah. did once, and it was the Peter Jackson King Kong. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that deserves it, though. I mean, yeah, that was yeah. garbage. I was so excited for, well, my dad was more excited because he loves King Kong. And okay. I was like, okay, I'll go. Like, this could be fun, whatever. Yeah. And I swear to God, I think that half of my, like, years of hatred for Lord of the Rings just <laughs> came from that. Yeah. Because I was like, this fucking thing's terrible. Like, it was it was just so bad. It was an awful movie. And it was an awful video game, too. But let me tell you. It I was, remember um, that. Yeah, but the achievements were super easy because oh, they got but do lazy. you remember the Incredible Hulk video game? Oh, that was so good. Which, wait, wait, yes. which, one? which one? We're talking about the, the um, PS2, the uh, uh, Ultimate Destruction or whatever it was. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I think yes, it was called was... the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. It was that, so that good. That was so good. It was so good because he had a voice in his head that was just like smash. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, and like, you were yes. just leaping around. <laughs> that was just a big old open world fun. I love that game so much. Yeah. I love games like that in general. Burnout, the Burnout series, Takedown yes. and Revenge. Takedown like, was the one that I loved. Oh, my God. Look, I'm telling you right now. Listeners, if you want to see me stream Burnout, just say so. I will gladly do it. It's so much fun. EA Big was a great brand. I miss it desperately. I miss it yeah. dearly. Um, the soundtracks were great. The action was dope. You had games like NBA Street. Burnout series, oh, yeah, uh, the SSX it. games. Yeah, oh, SSX was so good. Man, I just so started good. playing. <laughs> I started playing SSX three as well because um, they're <clears throat> backwards compatible. Is that a new one? No, Wait. no, 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 no. They they came out with a with um with a newer one. I want to say in twenty fifteen. Right, because I remember that happening, and I didn't touch it because I didn't know if it was actually any good. I assumed it yeah. wasn't because I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, we played it for like a weekend, and then we went back to Skyrim because it was okay. That. Yeah, yeah, uh, we were we were obsessed with Skyrim around that time. Oh no, you know well, what it was? Like it's kind of like Tony Hawk. It's like, do these games really age well? Because there's right. so much more to games now. You know what it was? It came out, and then um, I was doing Cast Today that year, and oh, so I yeah. didn't really have that Get much it. time to dig into it. And I was trying to play a new game every week, and then that's what it was: Arkham. Um, city. Oh, out. yes. I, you know what yeah. I was thinking about? If I had the time, maybe during the summer, if I can manage it, I don't know, whatever. Um, I'd like to try to revisit at least Arkham, uh, what's the second Asylum? one? Oh, city. Arkham City, city and yeah. City and then the, the latest one. Arkham um, I just don't know if Asylum's gonna age as well. It does. Even um, though it's last gen, I don't know. They did, they did the, uh, the HD re-release of it return to arkham was it and good? uh d and i were playing through that recently and it holds up it's okay. good it's real yeah. good yeah I just i think it was the spider-man game that i was like i was also thinking about just like playing around with spider-man again just because it's so fun like resetting mm. it because <laughs> i just you know i still haven't beat red dead this is this is me going oh it'd be nice to play these games and then just not playing them that's yeah. that's my life no, um, same, but I had to finish Red Dead because I had to see how the story ended slash began. I'm going to do it when the semester's over. <laughs> going to do it. 
I haven't, my guilty, my, my guilty admission is that I haven't gotten into any of the Spider-Man DLC because I jumped oh, ship yeah. from Spider-Man, um, in order to dig into Red Dead. Same. I haven't, I don't think I have the Spider-Man DLC because it's like, I, I, I knew I wouldn't get around to it. I was like, I'm going to buy that later. I don't know how many gamers are listening right now, but I got to challenge you guys, man. Go and finish Red Dead 2. I know. It's a long game. There's I would argue f- most people probably did finish it, man. No, see, you'd be you, you. I would think the same thing, but I read a study online saying that the vast majority of okay. people that even played Red Dead One didn't finish that, okay, let alone Red I, Dead Two. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say most games. I would agree, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I need to. I, I'm going to go back and finish it. I just yeah. It's one of those things. When do you get around to it? It's so time consuming. Right. Right. For good of reason. Like, it's the, so fun. There's an 800-pound gorilla in the room. I say that instead of 500-pound elephant because it sounds cooler to me. Um, okay. I haven't finished God of War. Yeah. Like, it happens. It happens even if you're really invested in the game. But you know why that's so shameful for me? Because my PS4 uh, basically shut down around the time it came out, and I got the special edition God of War PS4. Damn. So it just taunts me sitting that here. That is that is that is a little shameful, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. D finished it, so I mean the the household is still intact because one of us has completed the game and enjoyed it, but I have not yet. I haven't had the time. I figure when I take time off or when I get sick again, then I'll start the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I I'm like I don't want you to get sick again, but I kind of want you to be able to play the game. I don't know. I'm next- I kind of need. I need to get sick sometimes. I mean, this is like necessity, so I can just yeah. like chill the fuck out because yeah. I have our live well, show coming up. That's I a have crazy our... thing called your body telling you to slow the fuck down. What but, coffee? Uh, I can't. I can't hear you over the call. Mm. Don't this you dare drink on this podcast, you monster! <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> drink monster. I only drink coffee. Sometimes Red Bull. Um. But yeah, I have our show. I have our live show coming up. I have yeah. on on May the fourth. I have a live show coming up with Mitchie, which is going to be our our uh, uncanny TV pilot that we did the Kickstarter for a few Ooh, months ago. Fun. Uh, so that's going to be yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I got some people on there that I've never spoken to in an interview capacity before, and I mean I haven't done that, and I miss that. I got to scratch that itch, you know. Um, since last we spoke is time consuming. Uh, it's fun to do, but it kind of just turned into the Resnaculous podcast, which is still kind of great because, you know, I love snacks. Yeah. Um, but the whole interview it's, aspect I, I was of thinking it, about this the other day where I'm like, oh, I'm glad that we don't have an interview-based podcast that's just us <laughs> because it's so difficult. Let me tell you, doing do. that 30 days in a row, it's Ugh. like harrowing, harrowing, Ugh. trying to make I sure mean, that you stay on schedule. I mean, interviews are cool. It's cool, yeah. but it's like, no, thank you, sir. Well, the other half of it, too, is like if you have um, your, your interview subject is going to spread the word about the show, too, when they you know come on the show because they want people to hear the great interview that they just gave because I'm a good interviewer. So I know yeah, you people, are. I've been interviewed by you, kind of. <laughs> this whole podcast is an interview. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I just you I just like the idea like you, you know, this is this is whatever. I'm like, I just immediately went, this is Jon Snow. He's king in the north. Like, just sorry. <laughs> God damn, my brain is on Game of Thrones. Sorry, yeah, I'm not yeah, spoiling anything, guys. Don't worry, I won't talk no, about it. No, this is this. But is I good. read, I read several theories, and I had, I had thought of them. Yeah. And I'll tell you after 
um, the sh- after we wrap up here, if we remember, the one particular theory that I thought of, which is rare because I'm kind of dumb, but like yeah. I, when I read someone talking about it on Reddit, I was like, I thought of that last night when I was watching the thing, <laughs> and and <laughs> and now I'm like, now I'm like, oh shit, I think this is a real real possibility. This makes sense. And so now I'm kind of excited because I'm like, what if I predicted the Game of Thrones? What if I? <laughs> what if I predicted the Game of Thrones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of briefly want to talk about this this Chloe from Smallville thing. Okay. Um. So I, in the past, I had done research on this because we were going to do a whole mini episode on it, and now I feel like I just don't care to dive that deep into it. <laughs> But here's here's a rundown, Sweet Chili Babies. So, Chloe from Smallville. If you haven't seen Smallville, Chloe is Clark's sidekick best friend on Smallville. And she's, uh, she's Yeah, that's a whole separate thing. She's yes. co- comparable to Felicity, I guess would be the Felicity from Arrow, would be the best comparison. Very, very accurate, yes. I, I would say that they modeled Felicity after Max's character on Smallville. 100% agree. So she was in this weird cult um, called Nexium. Um, it's spelled even weirder than it sounds. So basically, it was when I did the research on it, it was kind of like a self help thing where you go through the ranks, you build up, you know, you get deeper and deeper into it. It pulled a lot of stuff from uh, <clears throat> New Age things. Um, it pulled a lot from Scientology. It was a little bit of an amalgam of a lot of these different. Um, I mean, it, it wanted to be Scientology, basically, mm. to at least have that power that Scientology had. It wasn't a religion in the sense of like claiming this is what God wants. This is what this and that. It was Scientology plus pyramid scheme. I guess would be the best way to put it together. So it was led by this dude named Keith Rainier. And he was like, we have to recruit celebrities. Like, that's the thing. So are you sure it wasn't pronounced Keith Ryaner? Ryaner, whatever. I know he's a, he's a cult leader. Why do I care? This dude was like one step away from being the next Manson. I don't give a shit. Mm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's run mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Are you happy? Sure. Yeah. So, um, he was like, okay, you know what we need? We need a Tom Cruise. Because that's what they need. They need their, their version, their Nexium, which just such a dumb name. They need their version of Tom Cruise, so they decide to get Chloe from Smallville. That's their Tom Cruise. Mm. And apparently it kind of worked, because they ended up recruiting a lot of young women into this. And of course, if it's a cult, it's gonna become sexual. There's no way around it. I'm sorry. Weird sex stuff happened in the bunker. It's it's just how it's gonna end. Yep. So so basically what happens is they are keeping people as slaves. They were keeping people as slaves. Um they were branding so so Allison Mack, who was Chloe from Smallville, she was the the leading woman in the group. The guy, the Keith Rainier or whatever, was the top person. She was second in command and leading woman. So all of the 
every oh, every woman who was a sex slave in this. I hate to use the term sex slave, but like that's what it was. Like they they are literally being charged with human trafficking and everything like that. They were branded, physically branded with the initials of those two people. Wow. I didn't I didn't realize that part. That's Yes. They have wow. there's photographs of it. It is I mean the proof is there. They had they had their names, their initials created into a logo basically. And you were physically branded with it. Um, women were starved. Uh, because you had to be skinny. Um, it was it, it's it's really really dark stuff. Hmm. Uh, so she was faced. So everyone in this Nexium right now is pleading not guilty. Is like no. Um, she was facing fifteen years to life in prison. Hmm. Uh, so the update on this. Is that, and I just want to know more about this, and I feel like as it goes on, especially when they go to trial for these other people in the group, particularly the guy, we're going to learn so much more. Like, I, I, I'm not, like, I feel really bad for all the women who have to testify, but I'm kind of excited for it because I'm like, what is this weird cult shit? Cults amaze me. So now, Basically, what happens is Mac is the only one that's kind of broken away. She pled guilty ahead of the trial. So she'd previously been not guilty. It's not guilty of charges of sex trafficking, sex trafficking, conspiracy, racketeering, racketeering, conspiracy, forced labor, and fire fraud. Yeah. Yeah. So this is heavy, heavy shit that she was facing. So she was initially saying, I'm not guilty, and not this, not that. Now, she's looking down the barrel of a gun. She's going, uh, this said in her in court, she says, this past year has been one of introspection and self-examination. It has been a year of looking at what I've done the past four years. The past four years is really not accurate. She was in this thing for at least ten years. Oh, yeah. From what I was reading. She was on it in Smallville. She also was recruiting Lana from Smallville. She was trying to, right? Like, Lana didn't actually go along with it. Okay. Kristen Keurig. So this is this is the curious thing. Okay. Um they definitely pulled the Scientology and gathering dirt on people that were in there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when this first happened and people were saying the two actresses from Smallville, Kristen Keurig, who was Lana from Smallville, <laughs> she kind of came out and said Hey, I was briefly in this, but I'm not really associated with it. But she hasn't really denounced it. She just kind of said, I feel for these women, this and that. And she's been kind of quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of speculation of what do they have on her. I wouldn't be surprised if it's it's some something sexual in that nature, maybe a sex tape or something like that. I don't know. Or they could have nothing. She could have gotten out of it. it this is all, you know, just... But I do find it interesting. Um, but at the same time, like Michael Rosenbaum, who was just a co-star who had zero association with it, he was saying on his podcast, Inside of You, that she had talked about it to him, kind of doing the sell a little bit. Allison Mack had done the sell with him. And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, he's not. He's like, <laughs> he, he just, nah. he was like, no, nah, it didn't sound like it's for me. I'm okay. Thanks, though. And he, he was like, oh, no, I'm cool. And like, just completely like just walked right past it kind of thing. So the question of whether she, how involved she was, um, the woman, the girl who played Lana 
yeah. is is a little bit up in the air. Um, she hasn't been charged with anything. I'm assuming it seems like she is out of it and she has been out of it for a while. But it also seems like she was more involved with it than she's playing up. And she was mm. in it for a couple years. So, but at the same time, just like a lot of these cults, they escalate. It doesn't mean that they were into branding and, you know, serving, like, you know, all of this intense things that, th- that was going on in Nexium. It doesn't mean that it was that from the start, you know. It's that, unfortunately, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and worse and worse, and things just go downhill. I'm mm. not, that's not an excuse, but, you know, when she was in it, it could have just been a, like, go team, you know. I also don't know what levels they were at, but uh, so so Max said um, she sobbed before the judge and apologized to her family. She says, I must take full responsibility for my conduct, and that's why I'm pleading guilty today. I will. I am and will be a better person as a result of this. She's facing 40 years in prison, 20 years on each count. She will be sentenced on September 11th. Uh, She is 36 years old. So she was looking at probably her life um, before. Now she's like, okay, I'm facing up to 40 years, 20 for each count. I mean, she's accused of being a slave master, basically. Uh, And then the guy who was leading this cult, you know, of course, he had like child pornography and stuff like that. Because you always find these these guys are even bigger monsters than maybe even she realized. I don't know. But either way. It's looking... I mean, she's going to serve jail time. There's no way around it. My guess is she's probably going to get sentenced to, like, 20. And she'll probably serve, like, 5 to 10. Um, it could be a case of she gets 10, she serves 3 to 5. Okay. Uh, because she's pleading guilty. I mean, that's what you do. You plead so that you don't get the full. I don't think she's going to get the full 40. But at the same time... The things that she's been accused of are so heinous that I could see her getting the four, like almost 40, like or 40 itself. And then she actually serves, you know, 15 or something like that. And then gets out for good behavior, whatever. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the sentencing. But this is batshit crazy. It and really is. I. The more I read into it, the more I was like, oh, wait, what? Like, huh? Like, th- I mean, yeah, like, I'm just briefly looking over the notes that I took originally. Like, the women were starved 900 calories a day. Like, that's Gosh. all they could consume. So, starving them. Um, their success program was based off of Scientology, like I said. Um, he is known for, in the past and present, um, and he's been accused of this now, having sex with girls um, as young as 12, possession of child pornography. You know, it's, um, it, I was it about to say... though there's molestation of the children. I was about to say this sounds a lot like the whole R. Kelly thing, with the, with the yes. caloric limitations and everything like that. God, this is awful, man. So, is so anybody Max, doing this? this oh, is yeah. Fucking awful. Um, just some examples. Another example of someone who Mac, she was, the, so she went out and she was their person. She went out to recruit people. 
So she would seek out actors. She would go to seminars. She was like, this changed my life. Look at me. I'm a successful actress. Now, mind you, she was a child actress. She was very young. She was actually going to go off to college and leave acting for a while when she got Smallville. She was only like 18, 19 years old, something like that, when she got Smallville. Wow. So she was kind of done. And then she got pulled into that. And I feel like because she, you know, it's that she lost that childhood thing, it, it kind of messed with her. Mm. Um, so she tried to recruit Beverly Mitchell, who was from Seventh Heaven, um, the middle child from Seventh Heaven. Um, she also, like, publicly, and you can find these tweets, I don't think they've been deleted. Um, she tried to get Kelly Clarkson and Emma Watson to meet with her. Like, she was reaching out to them, being like, hey, I've got a great idea. Like, why don't you meet up with me, and I'll tell you about my essential oils, like, basically. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> you Just know? that Hollywood sort of thing, where it's like, oh, hey, I'm having a 24-karat Tupperware Swarovski party. Come and look at, look at it, look upon it, buy it. Let's have a conversation about yeah. Jesus. I don't know what they so do. So here's Never here's mind. some really this is this to me was one of the dark some of the darkest things that I read about the I mean not the darkest but just really shitty. Um, in 2007, Allison Mack had her fans donate more than four thousand dollars as a 25th birthday gift to a benefit of her choosing, and of course huh. it went to the funds that were owned by the company. That's involved with Nexium. Oh so she man! She basically scammed her fans out of four thousand oh, dollars. I hate that. Supposed I hate to go that. To charity that she funneled back into Nexium. Yeah, um, let me put a pin in this. Was, so yeah, it's 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 weird because we talk about how bad social media is and accountability, uh, you know, isn't really present in a lot of things. But I feel like social media would have done a lot of good in this situation right, here right. as far as. And, it, and this was like well, still wild, wild west kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I think about, you know, Stephen Amell, you know, I mean, yeah. just, just something comparable. Stephen Amell and his, uh, what is his charity? It's that, fuck, that word? fuck cancer. Okay. But the way that he like is so, just open yeah, about it's called, his life. It's, if you go, it's let's f cancer. It's f cancer. Okay. Fuck cancer. That's his his thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Ryan Reynolds has something that sounds a lot like that. You know, because I know he was. Uh, ironically, he was doing T-shirts around the time Deadpool two came out. I got mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah. Oh, cool. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, but the reason why I brought up Amel is because with all his charitable work, he's always just like out loud about it. He is around yeah. fans. He is doing live streaming on Instagram all the time and on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just so accessible to people that it'd be almost impossible for him to scam the fans in that sort of way because, you know. Well, he's uh, also being very open about, yeah. like, you know, what you, you have now people expect more transparency. And yes. if you're not being transparent, they're going to start questioning things and then they're going to start digging shit up, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that yeah, there there is that accountability. It's it's that double edged sword of like it can be really good or really bad. And in that case, accountability is is really good, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, the reason that she funneled that money back into the organization was he preached, for lack of a better word, or taught um, that giving to charities was wrong. So you shouldn't give to charity. You should give the money to me. Uh, so she funneled all of that money back into the organization. Uh, she also threatened – so she would threaten these girls um, 
that were she brought into it, she said that she would release collateral that she had gotten wow. on them. So she basically found out things about them, blackmailed them. She said, if you don't sleep with him, God. the leader, I will tell everyone. Um, she told them if they refused her orders, if they dated other men, if they left the group or if they refused sex with him, they would be destroyed. Um, she had boat, uh, boat or women were in her quote unquote slave pod and Brandon, like I spoke about before. Everything just sounds so gross. It's very gross. (laughs) Very, very gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's super gross. Anyway, she's going to jail. Um, it's, I had rewatched Smallville recently. And she, like knowing all of this stuff, and I can still enjoy Smallville, but it is hard to to see her. And it's weird because now, if you see pictures of her, if you look her up now, she's like it kind of helps a little bit because she's going back to I think natural hair color of brunette, so mm-hmm. she looks like a different person. She also looks raggedy as fuck. Like all oh, of the pressure is messing with her and everything I like can, that. I can only imagine what this is doing to her. Oh, and sure, I mean, I'm sure that she hasn't treated her body right because he put no. all of these disgusting expectations on all of these women. Yeah, so yeah. she just does not look healthy at all, which mm-hmm. I don't have sympathy for. Like, she she chose to do this. She was indoctrinated, but she also, you know, was holding other people hostage. So she deserves to go to jail. She needs to go to jail for this. The question of how long is is up in the air and that's obviously for people who are much more informed on such things than I am to yeah. figure out but I'm just I'm so fascinated with it and I just found out that there's apparently a podcast on Nexium and wow. I'm like oh shit I got to listen to that there's, there's a lot to cover there but what what really frustrates me is the fact that you know people like her and like R Kelly that do keep women against their will for sexual reasons or whatever you know they they almost try to explain it away with oh you know it's uh it's a mental health thing it's a mental health thing it's like yes we care about that aspect but also these are victims these are people that have been uh you know taken against their will or have been brainwashed and now we have to think about what's best for them, ultimately. Yeah, and that doesn't, like, if if someone who was in this cult that they had was brainwashed or, or dealt with psychological issues and then had PTSD and then went out and started their own cult, they would be responsible for that action, too. Exactly. You're, you're responsible for the things that you do. You're responsible for the harm that you do to others. Yeah. Um, that, that, to me, it, it's not going away, but... You do have to take that into consideration as far as treating people. Um, I think that it's very easy for us to go, let's lock them up and throw away the key. And my philosophy is, okay, I, I want her to go to jail. What she did was wrong. She needs to go to jail. I also think that there needs to be a therapist in jail that's like, we need to help you. Like, you need a psychologist in there. Right. Because that person is really messed up, and they're not going to be able to get out so in her case, she will more than likely get out. Like, even if she's old, she will get out. Um, let's say she faces 40 years. I mean, she's 36, so 76 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, the maximum sentence. She will still be able to get out. And as long as she's healthy, she w- she could live several more years. 
we if something tells me she's not going to like the worst prison in the world it's, it's no 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 be... but like the whole thing is like when she gets out whenever she gets out we want her to be able to function and contribute to our society right ideally i realize the prison system is very complicated very messed up ideally you go to prison um for crimes like these types of severe crimes i realize there's a lot of things people go to prison for they shouldn't go to prison for but and it's meant to deter others but it should also be rehabilitation it should also be trying to fix or help or do something about people that are doing really destructive things whether it be to themselves or to others particularly to others but like then to themselves it's like that it's kind of like put the mask on before you know like we have to make sure that others are safe and then you know make sure they are safe themselves so to me i'm like man you know you're gonna go to jail i hope you get help like but this this story is nuts like i just i haven't been able to to not think about it and to not like look it up every once in a while i've been doing that for like i don't i don't set up google alerts because i feel like it'll just drive me crazy but i but i do look up things every once in a while so like i'll revisit like you know, something like this. And yeah, I've been, I've been very curious about it. So this is the biggest development. September, she's going to get sentenced. And wow. All the way till September. huh? Yeah. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's hmm. system being bogged down. I don't know if that's waiting on the trial of the other people too. Oh uh, yeah. That maybe. could be the case. I don't know. Um, and maybe her lawyers will negotiate to get that, you know, pushed up or whatever. But yeah, she's going to be in jail. Amazing. Wonder if she's gonna make a wall of weird in there. You know there's gonna oh my god. You know there's gonna be a movie about <laughs> this. There's gotta be some type of like It's gonna be on lifetime, lifetime film. Yeah, yeah. And I will be. be in it. I offer to do that. <laughs> I'm not saying I will be her. I'm not saying I'll be her. I don't want any part of her her shit. No, but no, no. But like no. I'll be like a sideline. I just wanna be a part of the production. You could even have me as an extra. That's cool. Like you can, be the childhood the friend. you can be the childhood friend that just goes, yeah, I always knew there was something wrong with her. And then yeah. they just move on. They just move yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, do you want to be friends? No. Do you want to be in a sex cult? No. Pass. Hard yeah. pass. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was the craziness. Yeah, um, that was mighty crazy. I just, um, I, I was like, I have to talk about this. <laughs> and I'm glad. I have to force like said everyone before, to listen to this we've, stuff. We've had that note in our keep list for, I think, since the beginning. And it's just like every time I open up the keep page, it's like sex cult. And just I her can't face. wait to take that picture and <laughs> use it for our post. I'm so excited. I know, because I'm it's just, so she's so like, gee golly. Sex cult, y'all. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody saved me. Somebody yeah. saved me from the sex cult, y'all. And yeah. She just looks very just down home. Oh, in yeah. That picture. Oh, yeah. Just so oblivious. But you can kind of see in her eyes, there's something else going on there. Oh, yeah. She's know. a little, she's got a little shark eye deadness. She's always had that, even on Smallville, where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, fuck. Back up, Clark. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I was never into Chloe, and now I know why. <laughs> I kind of was. I don't know what that says about me. I think uh, everyone really was. I just, I was like, mm, no. Yeah, yeah. I was always Team I mean, Lana, was... and then Lois came in, and I was like, everyone else sucks. 
No, man, I was yeah. I was anti Lois because I'm like, well, she because she signified the end to me. I think that's what it was. It was I like, wanted them to it. explore their relationship deeper than what we knew in the comics and previous iterations, and they did, and that's why I loved it. <laughs> it's just funny because, like, in the comics, and I, I don't want to like start going, oh, you know, Smallville sucked because of this. It just was funny. Yeah, why don't to me. you fucking try? See what happens. It all because everything in the in his life came to him in Smallville. It was, <laughs> it was like his entire life was laid bare before him from the fucking barn. It's like, dude, go to hang out in Metropolis a little bit more, man. See the people. It's great. Yeah, Smallville was very heavy on destiny, very heavy on some things are meant to be. And that was a big part of the show. You were either into it or you won't. It's kind of like Lost where you're like, yeah, you're either buying into this or you're not. Yeah. You know? Like I said, I, I like Smallville. And, you know, it was it was feast or famine back in those days. We didn't have this uh, deluge of superhero and, and comic that, book. It material. holds up. And guess what? It's on Hulu. It's, <laughs> it's on Hulu. Man, Disney. Let me tell you. Oh, that was weird. Was that a dog? I don't know what that was, but. Check on BMO. Check on BMO. It was his bowl. Oh, it was his bowl. Okay. He it was just it. A, a squeaky, squeaky bowl. That's all. It's okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, Disney Plus, man, they're kicking ass. I mean, Hulu's great. I'm curious. Netflix is great. But, yeah, I'm in. And then the price, six ninety nine. I can't. Come on. You can't even see wrestling for that cheap. WWE Network is nine ninety nine a month. Okay. DC Universe, I think that's 10 bucks a month. Uh, you know, you know, CBS is 10 bucks a month. Oh, I think so it's at least that, if not more. Disney coming in aggressively with that six ninety nine. It's gonna go up in price in like three months, bud. Oh yeah, but you know, lock your lock your payments <laughs> in now. Shoot, you're not, you're not gonna be grandfathered. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> we've already we've already discussed our uh, our graphic game plan, novel so. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Let's get let's get to that. Let's get to that. Let's get. Who to we that. sponsored okay. by? We are sponsored by Third Coast Comics. If you are in the Chicago area, come on down to Third Coast Comics in the lovely Edgewater neighborhood where every book, every graphic novel that we've mentioned in our graphic novel challenge is, what did I say, 10% off? 15? 10%. To 10, 10, 10, sorry. 10, 10% off. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 10. Don't listen to me. Uh, Guys, you should know by now. I know nothing. (laughs) I know nothing. But yeah, uh, Terry Gant. Great shop owner, great shopkeep, cool dude. If you don't like the suggestions that we give you on the show, he will lead you to something of quality. Sometimes I just walk in and he puts books in my hands. And you know what? He's usually right. I know. Does not lead you wrong. Yeah, Yeah. like that. That's awesome. So what you what you picking for this week? So this week I'm going old school because I was excited. Speaking of streaming services, um, one that we oft forget about is Amazon Prime. And you forget on Amazon, about Amazon Prime because it comes with our Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah. That's why. It's, it's, we don't pay for it separately. Uh, it's like the GameCube. All I did was use it to play uh, Smash Brothers. Every time like. I go on there, I'm like, I want more Maisel. I want more yep. Marvelous, Mrs. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Which, yeah, we're getting some Sterling Brown next season. Yeah. Um, yes. And I'm like, shit, I need to go back and finish The Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those weird shows. It's so heavy and dark. 
yeah. that I don't pick it up easily. That yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Amazon so, Prime is doing Tick. Amazon Prime. We got Tick. So the Tick is back for season two, and it is better than ever. Let me tell you, Ben England is a great creator. I have been a fan of the Tick since the cartoon. I saw the cartoon originally. Had to go back. Start reading the books. The books were beautiful. I remember back then his artwork is fantastic. So I want to go back and I want to read those first 13 Tick comics. And okay. this is where I learned this word, that, too, because when did that come out? out? Oh, man, this is a while back. Is it like um, the 50s or was it? Like- <laughs> no, not not quite that long ago. Okay. It was like late 90s or something like that. But, oh, shit. OK. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, much yeah, older yeah. than that. Oh, no, 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 no. But Ben Ben England is great. He was involved in or is involved in the Venture Brothers cartoon as well. Oh, That's why it's cool. got a similar vibe. But what's great about the is it tick live action? That, um, the what? Hmm? The tick is the tick live action. Oh, this one is yes. Okay. I was gonna. I was actually getting there. So oh, I'm sorry. Every iteration of the tick, he is so heavily involved in. It's still his vision. So the comic, the original animated series on Fox, yes. the live action series on Fox that lasted a few episodes with yeah. Patrick Warburton, and now this new version that's on Amazon Prime, which in my opinion is the best version of the tick that we've gotten yet. He's been involved from top to bottom. So I'm excited to go back and revisit this book, and I'm sure you guys will be pleasantly surprised spoon so i knew that there was a live action and i knew that there was animated but i couldn't remember what the current one was i knew that in the past those were like it had different different iterations but i didn't know that that was the case there i haven't played that trash video game on super nintendo (laughs) no one asks you to matt no it was bad (laughs) so what do you got so i years ago i read chew um, which is, is that image? Dark Horse. Um, I believe it's image. I think it's image. Okay. So I read, I read two, I didn't read it all the way, all the way like to the end though. I remember it was still coming out. So I'm pretty sure it's completely done now. And yes. I saw they're all available. Uh, so I'm going into volume one. I'm starting back from the beginning cause I don't really remember it. Cool. Um, and I just want to, read this series again because I remember really enjoying it, loving the artwork, loving the color work, being into the story, even though it was kind of gross, like it's got that gross out factor. I'm not a fan of that stuff usually, but mm. I was cool with it. So, um, yeah, I'm getting back into Chew. So Chew Volume 1. Very cool. For those that uh, um, are on, what's the word here, Comixology Unlimited? Mm-hmm. The first two volumes of Chew are available there for download, so yep. you can check them out. Yep. Yep. I'm using my library. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It's it's pretty cool to, like, you know, realize all the different ways that we can absorb these uh, these well, comics. So, well, uh, you know, that's why I kind of like to, to give a shout out. Yeah, no, it was funny. I went to my iPad, and I was like, download volume one of Chew, and then I realized I have, like, the first three hardcovers. Nice. And like, I still have them, and because I've sold a lot of my stuff, but I managed to keep mm-hmm. those because I just really like the format and I like them. So now I'm like, oh, do I read it digitally? Do I go to those hardcovers? I might do back and forth. I'm on the go, grab the iPad, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to to dive back into that. That might be my picks for a while too. I don't know how that'll go. Yeah, I was gonna say we both went back to something that we know that we enjoyed from back in the day. Just mm-hmm. to, again, the the whole purpose of this experiment is to remind ourselves why we enjoy comics in the first place. So yeah. it's appropriate to go back and read comics that we know we enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah be, 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 be. So 
good choices. I, I actually do want to go back and read Chew eventually. Um, I got through the first two soft covers, I think, and I never went back after it's, that. It's a really fun, interesting book. I've gotten further than that. Like I, the first three hard covers or whatever, I think is what I've read. Maybe the first two. Um, and I loved everything I read, but I don't really remember much. I remember mm. certain big moments type of thing, kind of like Saga, how you remember big things, but you forget the overall story. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get it and then like to know, okay, there's an ending, you know, I can, I can have the full story. So mm-hmm. it's exciting. Cool. All right. So do we want to... We left a lot on the table this episode. We did, but we're going to leave those on the table. We're going to leave those on the table because this is an action-packed episode yes. already. So yeah. our social medias, Twitter, yes. Facebook, Insta, at uh, Lex, and Matt. Lex and Matt. Sorry, yep. I was like thinking of our personal ones at first. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is a long episode, guys. At Lex and Matt across That's the right. board. Um, you can get links to the show, uh, the live show on our link tree, which is in That's our right. description on Insta and Twitter. And oh, we it's got on a new our Facebook, one, too. Oh, yeah. We got, a, we got a new avenue now. We have yes. LexandMattPod.com. You can yeah. visit and get all those links, too. That's Guys, right. we have a website. We're official. Did you know that <laughs> .coms, they're going to be a thing? Yeah, we're bona fide. Yeah, yeah. That bubble's never going to burst. He's a It's always going to be sorry, good. No. Yes. <laughs> Bonus points to whoever got the reference I just did there. Um, I am going to throw this out there, too, since so many people contributed to our television discussion. Mm. I want I want a name for our, for our listeners. Yes. And I and you what did you call you said something the other day? I called them the Excelsiors, but it was like a really jacked up spelling, and it just hurt my yeah, brain. Yeah, you were way. the Excelsiors in some capacity, um, weird-ass yeah. spelling aside. <laughs> we, we we need a name for you guys. What are we going to call you? My Favorite Murder has Murderinos. Armchair Expert is the Armchairies. Um, what, what do you guys want us to call you? Murderinos just sounds like a dangerous Italian sausage. Well, that's exactly what it is. Ooh, no. <laughs> sexy. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys have any ideas of what you'd like to be called as our wonderful yeah. listeners, our friends and lovers and family, why, write us and let us know what you'd like to be called. Yeah. And we will gladly appear. Tweet us, write on our post, on Insta or Facebook, whatever you want to do. That's right. Okay, Matt, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you want me to end this episode? Asking if Sean Bean is Scottish in a Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, now I kind of have to. Now you kind of have to. All right. I kind of got to hear it. Yeah. So the trick, the trick, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you guys this real quick. Cause once I learned this, I unlocked both Scottish and Irish accents. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I did this with my nieces and nephews and they were laughing so hard because they're like, you're so dumb. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. It's All true. Right. The trick with Irish is Irish is the front of your tongue. You have to use the front of your tongue for Irish. Ah. And Scottish is the back. You have to use the back of your tongue. So is, Scott, is Sean being Scottish? Sean Bean is not Scottish. <laughs> He's not Irish either. He's not Irish. He's Sean, Bean Sean Bean is English. <laughs> God, I hate myself. <laughs> Quality stuff there, Lutz. 
<laughs> I know. I know. It's it's the worst. It's terrible. But yeah, if you guys ever want to mess with people, do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean. Lord. Sean Bean's got it. God damn, that's so that's still so funny to me. All right. I feel like it's not going to be half as funny to everyone else, but I don't give a shit. Get drunk and then listen to this episode again, folks. Give it a double Guess tap. what? I got drunk and recorded this episode, so that's yeah. <laughs> Get drunk and give us five stars on iTunes. Oh, yes. Please, rate, review, subscribe. That helps us so much. I have noticed you guys have been doing that. That's right. And that Thank makes you. a difference, but keep doing it. And then recommend us to your friends. And then be like, why haven't you rate, reviewed, subscribed? <laughs> because weird conversations and like you're that like, oh my god, and your friends like, oh my god, get out of my face! That's really too much. You are invading <laughs> my personal space, and you're like, listen, <laughs> you have to do it. If you don't do it, Lex and Matt's children are going to starve. They don't have kids. Don't worry about it. But no, no, no. Seriously, review, subscribe. Bimo need to eat. I am so, out yeah. of control in this episode, Matt. Reel it in. We're going to end this right here, folks. Thank Bert, you for listening. Thank you in, for tuning Bert. in. I'm, I'm Matt Peters, a.k.a. Bert. She's Lex Lutz, a.k.a. Ernie. And uh, we've, we've you guys. been your house. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye. That was my exercise ball, not my butt. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the quote out of context is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>